millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more new features for 2017 as well. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. This week in league, Bryce Cartwright finally punished for a loose offload. West Tigers commence a recruitment drive looking for their next centre toll booth operator. Kieran Foran's going to put his nutsack on Darius Boyd's drum set. Plus, we look back at the off-season and ahead to week one of the 2017 NRL season. All that and more this week in league. Welcome to episode 244 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. We're back. Back. How's the off-season? Oh, look, I've been in some... Did you do the hard work? Some pre-season training. Make sure there's no stepdad's second-year syndrome. <laughs> well, it's true, you do have second-year syndrome. And me, and me, I'm, you know, the, the Nate Miles veteran role. <laughs> I'm, I'm, in the, I'm in the back end of years of contract. <laughs> So I've got ten yard. It's not like I don't really have to, you know, try or <laughs> get. I got the Terry Lamb thing going on. I don't really have to train much. Just That's just it. turn up on game day and uh, you know have a couple of cigars. And I've had a, a training room set up in my house. Yeah, mic buttons just pop up at me, and I've got to not turn them off. <laughs> it's like whack, like a like a, a reverse like whack a mole sort of thing. <laughs> don't whack a mole. <laughs> don't be tempted. <laughs> Oh, did you get up to much over the off-season? Um, oh, all that wonderful grown-up Christmassy family stuff. So yep. Yep. destroyed the environment with wrapping paper and plastic that won't get used, as yep. you do when you have kids. It's true. How about it's you, true. man? New, Same, man. New addition to the family, I see. New addition to the family? What? The four-legged... Oh, he was, he was, in the se- he was during the season last year, wasn't he? I don't think so. Oh, he was, I think we got him around August. Oh, okay. There you I think go. we got him around mid-August or early mid-August. Yeah, okay. Tell you what, though. Nearly wasn't. <laughs> look, look. I'll, I'll get on the record first. I'm an animal lover. I love animals. I don't love them as much as the guy in the documentary that got killed when he fucked the horse. But, like, I, like, I love him pretty much. So this fucking dog broke his leg about three or four weeks ago. This fucking cunt of a thing. He was a... Uh, He's small. He's a, you know, he's a cross pug and chihuahua, so he's a fucking small dog. And he realised at some point he grew big enough or bold enough, and he realised he could jump up onto the, yep. onto the lounge for, chairs. For, the, for those of you who don't know or aren't dog lovers, those two breeds of dogs would be like breeding a Queenslander with somebody from Alabama. Well, I'm not saying that's he's, I'm not saying he's inbred. He's, he's, he's just small. Oh, no, it's, like, it's like breeding you know, Warwick, Warwick Davis and Pete Both those are in, They're all that's inbred like, as fuck. Just, Pugs are... <laughs> It's just ba- it's just basically breeding like you know, Peter Dinklage was like 
<laughs> yeah, but, but he found out he can, he can get on the lounge chair. Then, then he found out that he, if he really tried, he could jump onto the, like, the back of the lounge chair, like the top, the, the back of the cushions. Mm. And we've got one a seat that sort of runs back across the front, the, the front window. So he found he could sit up there and he could sort of watch out the window, watch the world goes by, see who's coming to the house and all that sort of thing. Um, when we're not there, of course, because he wasn't, he, he's not allowed to do that. And he's, he do that. He's very clear. And so one day, he, uh, I was out doing school drop off or something, and um, I came back and. I had the the windows uh, the windows open, and I come back and and here he is fucking he's asleep up there, and so I'm like look, uh, you know he shouldn't be up there, but rather than create a scene, what I'll do is I'll just uh, I'll just fucking let him sleep. I won't wake him up, and uh, I'm gonna put the aircon on, so I'll just go around and do the windows, and so I shut the I shut the window, which is right behind his head, and he's woken up and gone fuck shit. I'm not supposed to be here. He's right there. Fuck, and just jumped off the chair, broke his leg. Stupid cunt. So, I've, you, know, you may you may detect a, a certain lack of sympathy in my voice because $3,000 plus later, the surgery to correct this fuckhead's leg. I'm just not feeling that. <laughs> just not feeling that. And he's only just had the cut. He had, like the, he had a splint and, uh, and, and, a, and a, like a, not so much a cast, but like a, a pretty sturdy sort of uh, splint and a, and a bandage sort of situation going. And um, he pulled that off once too. And uh, so then he got the cone thing going. <laughs> so uh, cool. he only had that off though on Monday. So what is it now? Wednesday. So he's got another three weeks of confinement, like mostly confinement in his little cage up there. And because he's, because he's a, he's a fucking maniac. Like you let him out, and he just he learned how to tripod instantly. <laughs> like I'm seriously like when when it like the, the yelp he let out when he broke you. Like fuck, okay, something's not natural here. And but he was running around instantly with just one leg in the air, <laughs> just like running around with three legs. I'm like shit, yeah, we're, wow, we're okay. cheaper to amputate. It. But um, because the problem the problem is with, with pugs. I don't I don't you had a pug didn't you? I had a pug. Did you find that it was an energetic dog or was it a lazy dog? Um. It was massively energetic where you didn't want it to be. Yep. And then when you decided to take it for a walk, it would Lazy. stop after 100 metres yep. and refuse to move and demand to be carried. Yeah. So from what I've heard uh, about pugs and from the, the vet and so forth, is that they have boundless energy. However, they also have the mashed in nose and can't breathe properly, yeah. which is kind of like a throttle. Yeah. <laughs> now, when, these, when you breed a pug... <laughs> With a dog with a longer snout, and he and the characteristics come out, and he has a longer snout. You got the boundless energy of the pug with no throttle. <laughs> so this fucking idiot just doesn't stop. Um, yeah. So he has to be. Yeah. He's. They're like you know you can take him for short controlled walks. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? No. Nice. He doesn't know. The, he doesn't know the benefit of. He doesn't. He doesn't know the meaning of the word controlled. Anything. Fuck. He just knows the meaning of fucking like. He'll just start doing laps around the house, just fucking full throttle. So. Anyway, that was yeah, that was a big part of my off season. That fucking so this is probably the right time now. That that new new host you hinted at on Twitter is uh, Doctor Harry. Doctor Harry, he's going to be giving us an update every week. <laughs> he is, and uh, Doctor Harry, give me, give me a price comparison. How much cheaper is it to amputate a leg rather than have it uh, have a pin put in it and surgically set? Yeah, I would imagine it would be about one sixth of the price yes. if I had to guess, but I don't know. See, I I, I love animals. Yeah, I do. I love animals. But there are some things you would do for your kids, and some things you would. Do I for love your own. him. Yeah. Now, now I love. Now my my limit of love has been <laughs> my monetary limit of love has been reached. If he if he breaks anything else, it's getting chopped off. <laughs> and if it's his head, then so be it. <laughs> so he's basically 
Todd Carney circa 2014. His, val- his, his value has quadrupled in the last <laughs> month, <laughs> essentially, certainly in terms of the investment. So, uh, so he's on his last leg. Yeah, he's, he's he is on his last leg. And I said, like, you got the fairy cobra. Motherfucker was a, a stray from next door, you know, fed it back to health, paid for it to get fixed, but yep. running like a, a super reliable fucking thing. She's never needed a service. <laughs> <laughs> she runs on unleaded. Fantastic. <laughs> she runs on E10. <laughs> Does it not a day's problem. Occasionally she meow during a podcast and make me want to cunt part of it. Other than that... Smokes in the know, morning a little bit, but... yeah. It's, no. Yeah, there's no problem. I mean, you know, make, yeah, gives you the sniffles. That's about it, really. <laughs> Fucking four-legged demon, Satan, cunt cat. Yeah, and then and that's pretty much how I would describe the dog. Because I'm not, I'll, I'll get over it one day. But that today is not that day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, other than that, just busy work, work, work. Lovely. As it as it goes, and you know, remodeling the studio as you, as you've seen. Yes. Uh, it's not. It's not a. Uh, wall-to-wall collectibles now stacked on the floor. Now they're actually on the walls. <laughs> it's a professional workspace. It is a professional workspace for uh, for a professional podcast. For a professional as, outfit. As, as befits a professional podcast, I would say. Um, now, first things first. We have, but obviously no you know news and things like that. So, you know, there's a little bit of news, but there's a lot of off-season stuff to sort of get through. But we put it out there on Twitter. Just uh, there's far too much to get through. So let us know you know, what you would like us to discuss and you know, we'll go from there. And so, got some tweets and I'll, I guess the first one on the list there, I mean, we're sort of going in reverse chronological order, but got old uh, Real Dad, who uh, has moved to the to the Appalachians <laughs> and, and, and I believe taken up the banjo. <laughs> but uh, he said, uh, the, the thoughts on Tim Simona being vilified for casually punting with mates and being made a scapegoat for his teammate's poor defence. Well, that's a rose-coloured glasses view, as, yeah. as, as we would expect from Glenn. Well, it's nice of him to put me on the spot and force me to, you know, have the time for him, Glenn. <laughs> it is awkward with real dad and stepdad. Well, you know, here's the thing. <laughs> Occasionally... My uh, my nine to five takes me out west. And have you uh, just sorry to interrupt? Have you have you told the story about the text messages? The text messages on the show. That, yeah, have you said it on the show? No, you tell I, that story. Oh, the, that the, story's fantastic. That Glenn sent text messages to my wife. Uh, yeah, think, tell the problem. So you, you tell tell it properly. Like, I mean, you got don't dump him in. The <laughs> yeah. You've got to set it up, and you got. <laughs> no, I won't be telling anymore. If that's <laughs> um. So, so my, my nine to five occasionally takes me out to Toowoomba. Yep. And a couple of times I've tried to organise to catch up with Real Dad. Yep. You know, so we can talk about why he's not paying child support. Custom um, and so forth, yeah. Strange bruises I get on the kids when they come back from visits from him. <laughs> things like that. Um, never has time. Cancels on me last minute or, you know, waits till, till it, it's, you know, all, almost time to catch up. No, I can't do it. Too busy, yep. too busy. Yep. For his birthday, I put a little tweet out that said, um, I was going to buy your birthday present, but I'm pretty sure you wouldn't have the time to open it. <laughs> that stuff really that, that stuff really hurts, though, too. He's like, replied... That's a straight shot to the nuts when you do that one. He's gone. <laughs> the text message. <laughs> Fuck you, cunt. <laughs> but since the last time he's text messaged me, because he's so busy, yep. 
um, I've had a new number and my wife has my old number. So and the so recipient of said text message is my wife. She gets a random message from someone not in her address book that says, fuck you, cunt. <laughs> she then um, says, who's this? Now, normal people at this stage do one of two things. Well, they may entertain the possibility that, did I send it to a wrong number or... Yeah. No, no. But also, if I was sending it thinking it was going to you, and that came back to me like, all right, this cunt... Well, no, it's like, see, I'd, if that was me, I'd be like, well, okay, I'm just getting, no more, mm-hmm. no more. And then eventually they'll have to crack and come back yeah, to me. Yeah. Or apologize and say, I'm so sorry, I think I've got a wrong number. Your phone, who dis? Is yeah. <laughs> so, um, Glenn went your track and thought that I was trolling him. Yeah. And it got to the stage where... And you got to fight fire with fire in that case. Where he actually rang the number. Yeah. And when she answered... Was so on his Jay is trolling me part. Didn't wait for someone to say hello. He's just no, no, no. He waited for someone to say hello. So she says hello. She says hello. Female voice. Female voice. And he thought that I'd had a female answer the phone for me to continue the troll. That's and very so intricate, though, isn't it? He's. I'm. I'm not that committed. That's a. That's a. That's a very intricate scheme for you to try and pull. Them, my right? setup's all at the beginning. Yeah. If I'm ever trolling it, my setup's all at the beginning, and then it just plays out how it's going to play out. I'm not changing plans mid mid jump. There are no levels to this shit. Yeah, no. Um, and and so proceeded to give her a gobful. But even like, okay, let's let's say let, let's assume that you did put a female on the phone <laughs> for the purpose of trolling him. Would have you briefed said female that she's likely going to get an earful? Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, so so then after that, I thought, okay, next time I'm in in the tea bar, I'll um, you know bury the hatchet. Yep. You know, yep. go in there and and I didn't organise anything. It, it just happened that, that I was meeting with somebody else very close to to his new place. Yeah. And so all those other times that he hasn't had time to meet with me for lunch, I've popped into his office just to say good day, and guess where the cunt was. Out to lunch. Out to lunch. With someone not you. So, yeah. Take this one back to the family court. <laughs> <laughs> now, on the on, on Simona, like, that's like, that's like worse than Ryan Tandy. Yeah, yeah it is. Ryan Tandy tries to manipulate things so that the first scoring play in a game is a JT penalty goal. Yes. That's what... That's that's fucked, and these things they, they they attack the heart of the integrity of the sport itself. When you can, when when it becomes a, a situation where people are thinking that the results that are play out on the field aren't legitimate contests, yep, then that can fuck a you know that can fuck a sport right up. Yeah, hundred percent. So what he's doing though, allegedly, because it hasn't all come out in the wash yet, but what they're saying is that he's allegedly put first try scorer bets on opposing players. In games in which he was playing, yeah, that 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 is one of the. Um... I am a very busy person, so I don't have the time for this. But I would love a West Tigers fans' perspective, and if they watched all of the games so intently, I'd love to see like a supercut of tries scored down his side of the, the field, yeah. or tries bombed on his side of the field. Remember that try when he did that it. break it's and he dropped yeah. that 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 juggle where he was in the clear and yeah. All that shit now, you start looking at it in a different light. Like, was that something that had to be 
That's it. There's been a couple of um, things put up on Twitter. I'm just trying to look here very quickly uh, at the amount of games, and I've just gone to Sportsmate. Yep. Because if you're interested, they have all of the 2016 fixtures results yep. at your fingertips. Mm-hmm. It's an easy flow. Um, so there was uh, the 40 to 10 shellacking we gave them in round 24. There you go. So round 23, they lost a game by one point. Because um, then it comes down to uh, West Tigers always come ninth. <laughs> and they were in it yeah. until the last game of the season. Yep. If round, any single result was affected by that. Round 12, yep. they lost by, oh, so they, they won by one point. That yeah, one. but in that one point loss you mentioned earlier, um, like who's who's scoring the tries? I forget whose house that was at. Uh, round seven, they lost by one point. Yeah, who's scoring the tries though? Round six, they lost by two points. Was he playing? Um, These are things you need the correlation of. Yeah. was it was he playing? Who was who scored? Was it where was the break made? What? No, you no, want no. to see the application? I want to actually see him rather and, than see it on paper. I want to actually see it just to look at. Is he? Is that like? Was that a really? Yeah. Poor missed tackle, or was he beat? Like, was he legit was, was beaten? He beaten, or or is he an amazing? Like, I think if you're stupid enough to do this, I don't think you're clever enough to be an amazing actor to make it look super real under the microscope. Yeah. In the flow of the game, sure. Yeah. But when people with context go, but, this can't, could be potentially throwing games. Yeah. Let's look at everything he did and every tackle he made. What, I would love to what see. What I was that. trying to get to the the meta I'd heard on Twitter and and from a couple of Tigers fans I know. Yeah is that the reason Tigers fans are so pissed is because of the amount of, pl- of games that they lost in close contests. Yeah. There you go there. We've only found three. A couple, yeah. And but he was on the field in all those ones as well because, I mean, he's injured. Again, he's ha- an haven't, guy, haven't looked. So, yeah. But, you know, the, it, it's such a fucking complex issue. Yeah. Yes, it, it should be um, dealt with as it has been mm-hmm. if he's guilty. Uh, it, it is a... good. It's a cunt move... For him, because he's not only affecting himself, but the value of his teammates. Teammates and then the fan base and members of the team that's you know, it. That, that support the team. There's staff who mm-hmm. work for the West Tigers organisation. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the the money that they're paid by the NRLs for reaching the final yeah. may have expanded another position yep. for a, a local Campbelltown battler to have I, a job. I also don't rate JT as, as you know, it's been made abundantly clear. <laughs> Through the, through the history of the show, however, he's like he he he's pretty much on the bubble all the time about you know whether he's going to retain his job, and they sort of had a pretty good stretch there in the mid to late season, and were a, sure, a real shot, yeah. at the, a real shot at the finals. So they kind of solidified his position a little bit, and you know the removal of Farrah and so forth. But like, imagine if they lost another five games or something, yeah, and finished ten points further down the ladder. And weren't in this last round battle yep. for yeah he could, he could very easily get fired and I mean like you know like I don't I don't you know, think he should be a, the first grade coach so I don't really care but yeah someone losing that people there's there are so many little trickle down repercussions from yeah. that one action yep it's crazy yeah um it's you gotta be a special kind of dumb to true. even entertain it because how much are you making. And is he betting? It, like, I want to see what the amounts were. Is he betting twenty grand on someone? Because if, yeah, yeah that, I don't think he would be because that'd be very difficult to hide. And yeah, he's been caught, but I don't think he would have been trying to again, be overtly. This is the stupid. whole. This is the whole thing that that will never come out, and I hope it doesn't come out because it doesn't make any difference to to what's gone on. Yep. How do we know that a close friend or family member? Mm-hmm 
is in some trouble with some uh, bad hombres. Okay. And owes some money. And he's trying to claw the money back. And there is a way for him to bail that person out. So I, what you're saying is, in fact, he's an honourable person. And this is all a misunderstanding. <laughs> no, I'm just sort of channeling my inner, inner, inner Glenn. <laughs> um, but no. But what, what I'm trying to get to is, n- n- I can't think of any situation where where the end will justify the means. Yeah. And you see they're clamping down to betting now and they're taking some of the exotics away. Not the first try scorer, uh, funnily enough, though, but hmm. things like number of tackles and over-unders and, and metres gained and stuff like that. And I yeah. think the tackle one in particular, that that one's, you know, I think that, that, that is fairly easy to game, that one, I would imagine. Yeah. But, uh, but, you know, look, that, that's, that's the problem with, an, and US sports had it. Yeah. Because now fantasy sports are a monetized yep. phenomenon. Yeah. And there is so much money flowing around on those things. How do you the quantitate most incremental minor, yes. especially in America's like American football? Yeah, the half yard little you know yep. intricate things that you can do yeah. or not do. It's so you know, but it, you know, in things like NBA, what constitutes an assist? Yeah, if you pass a ball to somebody and they you know shoot from full court to beat the siren. Yeah, is that an assist? Is that yeah. an assist? Is yeah. it from where the ball is from the player that shoots or where the ball is from the basket or is yep. it... Yep, yep. So, um, yeah, the, the punting thing's complicated. Uh, but at the end of the day, the laws around it, I believe, are that the punt clubs, the, the betting organisations, mm-hmm. get to define what a win and a loss is. Yes. And you basically have very little recourse to... Um, to challenge that. This reminds me of as very we, recent history as. <laughs> at the Super Bowl when there were several people with us. West Tigers fans, one of them. Slade. Funnily enough. Yeah. And, uh, what is who, it with Tiggs and betting? And they were betting on degenerates. the first song that Lady Gaga would sing at halftime. Yes. And they had, what did they have, like Poker Face or something? Was they had one? Poker Face. But she came out and started singing... Uh, you know, some America, America the Brave, America the Brave, or something like. She sang like one verse of it, and then, or, or and then, or two verses, and then went, and then went into you know Poker Face. And so there was, there was massive. They were kicking up shit on, yeah, on social media for these betting places because they're like Poker Face is the first song, and they're like, no, that's just, she just sang, you know. And that, and that's the thing. That's all in which the fell under the auspices of any other song or something yeah. like that. You know, like a. But then that's the thing. Was it worded? Yep. What is the first Lady Gaga song to be sung? Mm-hmm. Or what song will Lady Gaga sing first? Yep. Then it gets into that thing of, well, that was... When she did that, that wasn't her. That was the video projection recorded earlier. <laughs> it's... <you laughs> They've just got to make their own their own ref decision and, so, uh, and, and roll with it. And, yeah, if, yeah. If, you want, if you want to have a punt, then A, don't be an NRL player. <laughs> and Obviously, yeah. And, and B, this thing, there's so many people. The Ryan Tandy thing was so well publicised. And then you had, like, you know, Wolfman. I mean, pretty well, yep. he lost his career over it. Like, there's been precedent there. You're not... yeah. Oh, and, and and when I, when you see it come out, I think, a, a they're very stupid because they get they get done they got text messages and shit with the people. I'm just thinking. So yeah. then my mind my mind then goes to, how would you do it and get away with it? And really, the only way I can think of is if you know how just meeting meetings face to face, not anything. You know, an email the guy. You don't yeah. have a relationship with the person yep. at all. Oh, there's enough encrypted messaging yeah. apps. Yeah, there is. But now. I mean, if they but if you were sus- if you were suspected though. They could probably extract enough evidence to say, okay, there's a relationship there. To you know, Pro- probably not, not to yeah, prove. 
No, but enough probably enough to get them started and maybe flip someone or you know. Yeah, yeah, that's it. But what Um, you want to do, you want to have like no. It's like it's like killing someone. Like yeah, you got to have no ties. Fuck! This is taking a dark turn. I've also, I've also just realised this, this week you can get away with crime this is the first time we've recorded and there's no one else in your house yeah is, is this stepdad Murdoch <laughs> um, look just, uh, yeah. just, just step into the cold room <laughs> the back there oh you didn't know there was a cold room back there um, I'll tell you that there is one surefire way to get away with gambling on NRL games and be a player is be Kieran Foran clearly <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> clearly. So he's done it. Yeah, um, yeah. Simona, yeah, whatever, whatever the reasons. Um, Sigourney. Yes, and it's just robbed. A, you know, it, it's robbed. You know, one of the, you know, the favourite stepdad moments. Or sorry, the real dad moments. Back mm. in, you know, the Simona, the yeah, Simona. Yeah. Like, so now it's a whole new context. Now it's just a, it's a bitter taste. <laughs> <laughs> Red Bull at Red Bull Raiders said, uh, "How about that pointless All Star game? All Star in quotes. Really, it should be played on Grand Final day using star players who finish for the season. Funnily enough, this is another subject that we had, yeah, a large discussion about yes. at the Super Bowl. And uh, basically, the the way that they do it with the Pro Bowl, I think, is fantastic. Have people vote on on the players and so forth. Do it." Have a two-week break after the semi-finals before the grand finals, and in that yep. in that interim period, have an all-star game that and features the players. And, yeah, well, yeah, the nines, whatever that that doesn't feature players yep. in the grand final teams. Yep, I think that's it's a perfect. But players are still and reasonably it, fit. It doesn't lengthen their season, you know, to a large way. It's just like a, a carnival one week, exactly. you know, one weekend sort of fun thing. You know? All teams will be expecting to play. To the, well, not all, well, you know. Let's be let's be real here, but. <laughs> You know, all teams should be expected to play already. play to the grand Jet final. Stars fucking hot sale. Yeah, so yeah. so all <laughs> teams are, are only playing the maximum amount of games that are possible. Yep. Um, the there's so much else in our game. There's the women's teams. Um, yep. There's the junior representative teams. Yep. There's there's so much in our game. Ireland international teams. That, I mean, that, like, yeah, that could be on exhibition. During yep. that weekend or those two days yep. or the two weekends, um, that doesn't give you the Jared Croker situations. That doesn't um, absolutely fuck with it because you know. Let, let, again, let, let's be real. The All Stars game is massively culturally important to one of the sides, yes, and rightly so, yes, and garners almost no respect from the other. Yep. Or, or doesn't garner an appropriate level of respect Look, I feel, from the other. I feel like, was it last year when when, when you're putting a Lachlan Maranta on the wing yes. of an All-Stars game, the term's kind of lost some of its meaning. Yeah. When Jake Friend and when is I say an some international of, All-Star. When I say some of its meaning, I mean kind of all of it. Yeah. It, <laughs> so, um, playing as a curtain raiser grand final day, that would be fine too. And, and I'm thinking about... I some, wouldn't see it because, you know, we, we kind of... You know, yeah, we got a drink. <laughs> from from the the business point of view, though, you'd probably want it as a standalone because you're going to get a certain amount of advertising revenue anyway yep. from your grand final broadcast. Yeah, yep. you wouldn't waste that um, that thing. But like, I'm trying to think of some of the greatest exhibition or, or standalone matches. Do you remember that first All Stars match? Yeah, I think it was there. It was incredible. 
I would. I actually would even go so far as to say, even like the first three. Yes. Yep. Were all fantastic. Yeah. And packed. I was great. I teared up yep. for the Preston Campbell factor. Yep. You know, fucking Penrith hero. But um, then there's that. Uh, you remember the Legends of Origin? Yes. Where they they brought back these middle aged. Yeah, old dudes. Yeah. You know, there were, there were guys having bungers in the change room <laughs> at half time. And they got like there was a, a charity auction, and they had that guy that that old mate scored that guy scored the try like that. Yeah, what a moment! That's top ten rugby league moments ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it it does get frustrating when the game has that much potential to have that sort of expose. Yep, and that's the sort of shit that you know you're going to get massive ticket sales in in somewhere like Brisbane, but if you want to look at expanding the game's audience. Put that in Melbourne. Yeah, but to put, do it, but put to, that in in Perth. But to do it, you do have to have proper player buy-in. Yep. So that the sides that are picked are like the strongest possible sides that you can that you can compile without players from the grand final sides. Correct. And at the moment, I mean, they're fucking like Newcastle levels. Exactly. <laughs> like there's nothing. So that's what I need to do. Yeah. Uh, what have we got here? Uh, Frogmore, Wally Frogmore. If you see this before recording, we did. Fui getting dragged by his missus online was funny too. The greatest online cheated on spouse dragging that that has ever happened. Yeah, I mean people are like you know they want to talk about Curtis Siren. That was a photograph. <laughs> yeah, and then he very quickly within sort of thirty minutes he'd managed to go through and delete all social media yep. and everything. And as it turns out now he's back with that chick. Yeah, they're together still. So so there wasn't any lasting. <laughs> Yeah. But this Fui one, it was pro- it was prolonged. It went for hours, and she just keep throwing stuff out. And uh, <laughs> they, they were in different time zones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was fantastic though, and and yeah, Fui, dog son, <laughs> yeah, you dog, yeah. It it seemed. I mean, she had. Look, why are you gonna give? Why are you gonna give full social media access, passwords, and so forth? I look, I don't think he's that silly. I think he's very silly. I mean, or at least he left a device with all that shit automatically logged in and ready that, to go. That's, I think that's closer to, to what may have. But, man, I don't know like, what we can no. fucking expect. Yeah. Now, that? I'm going to tie in here to another fucking Tigers fail. Okay. Did you see the Which photo? Which one? There's many. Did you see the photo earlier in the week of the Tigers had just finished a media training session? I don't know anything about this, no. With so somebody who appeared to be a media training consultant. There was a media training okay. consultant. Yep. Um, had uh, it, it is so buried now, I'm not going to be able to find it. Oh, fuck, um, this is ringing a bell now. So a media training consultant uh, put something up on Twitter. Just finished a great day doing a media training session with the... West Tigers, and then he's named the four players that were in the photo with him. Like, you know, fantastic company branding, I'm working with a professional sports club. In the photo, one of the Tigers players is grabbing the other Tigers player on the cock. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So if this is the level of current media and technology awareness training that players are getting... Yeah, yeah. Fooey... Fui's not not to blame here, and 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 as barnstorming as as Fui can be on the field, 
he never really struck me as much of an Einstein type character. <laughs> Not many of them do. I mean, you get surprised now and then, but yeah. uh, but but Fooey, if I was doing just like a perception thing, I don't know. But if I was doing a perception rugby league IQ graph, yeah. you know, what do you think? Looking at this guy and just from the information that you that you have at your disposal, what do you think about this guy? I I dare say Fooey would be pretty pretty low. Yep. On the ladder. Yeah. He'd be like, you know, he's not single cell, but... <laughs> yeah. Look, put it this way. I thought when I gave my wife my old phone number, I'd yeah. gone above and beyond to protect from, uh, you know, any legacy. That's and it. I fucked up. And the abuse, the abuse that she suffered. <laughs> the horrible, horrible abuse that she suffered. <laughs> um, um, Cartwright. His was far more prolonged. Like, my goodness. So that was weeks, right? Yeah. yeah. Briny or whatever the fucking name was. And that one's kind of disappeared because it happened so, you know, around like Christmas time or whatever. Like, it had plenty of time to die down. Yeah, but it she did. was. It did. But it, again, that. I'll. I'll uh, now, on that info, change my opinion from what I said about, about the Tigers. Mm-hmm. That was handled almost perfectly by Bryce Cartwright and the Panthers. Well, in terms of they pretty much didn't. Con- did, they did, didn't. Do you know what offer he said? Any content. Yeah. Did they, did they do a he comment? said. Nothing. Yeah, zero, yeah. He said nothing. He was not drawn into any comments mm-hmm. about it. Nothing leaked. Yep. Nothing was put up or someone, like no one in his family Yeah, and there was leaked. none of this, the, the private anguish of blah, blah, yeah, yeah, that sort of thing, yeah. You know, there was no, uh, you know, his dad didn't get on. Yeah. And and have a... And I, and she and she basically... She ended she, up being in trouble with getting, police. She's getting some charges. Yeah, uh, right, yeah. for death threats. Yeah. Well, that's what that's what that's funny. That's the thing that actually stopped. Yeah. I mean, she's putting like you know all the chat logs and and texts and and photographs yep. and all this sort of stuff. And then it got then she was like making some like you know, like look, she's supplying like, drugs. And well, she was like saying shit like you know. I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember exactly what she said. I may have screen capped it, but she she basically implied that I'm going on a holiday somewhere. So when when it ha- when when what happens to you happens to you I've got the per- I've got yeah, the alibi, I've got an alibi. Like, yeah. yeah yeah I'm not going to be anywhere you know I'm going to Bali so fucking and then then there were other things that where she's saying uh, like the idea of it was obviously to try and get him in trouble for taking um, illegal substances yeah, yeah. but she's supplying him the illegal substances yeah. which is a far larger offence yeah, she's like a small price to pay for the smiting of one's it's, enemies yeah so. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They did handle it very well, and I mean, it has, and and subsequently, it has gone, it has kind of gone away. I, I tell you what, but man, not not that I condone cheating. No, if you want to get down with OPP, um, make make sure you you Keep cover it. Yeah, but as far as altercations between NRL players and spouses, partners, significant others, yes, you know, the if if the cheating things. As bad as it gets, then then we're on the right path. We're improving, and I can't believe that I'm saying that cheating on your partner is improving. Um, because he's, but you're saying you're saying that be grateful that he's cheating on you and not and not drop kicking you while you're pregnant. Is that what you're saying? No, no, <laughs> is that what you're saying? No, no, no I'm, I'm saying I don't that. Understand your point. <laughs> what, what I'm hearing um, is that the the instances of off-field physical violence. Yes. Um, are declining. Mm-hmm. However, we are st- we're getting a lot more of those social clickbait 
player behaviour stories coming through. Oh, you know, that's that's rugby league, isn't um, it? Yeah, so... That's, so that's, the, that's the, 50% of rugby league media. It saddens me that the fake news has to um, fill the void with poor Bryce Cartwright. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Facebook is the enemy of the Panthers. <laughs> oh, um, the Melstar 001... I don't even know why I read this. I don't know either. Replay the last two minutes of the grand final again and talk about how great Cronulla is. Nothing the other peasants have done interests me. The last two minutes wasn't exactly the finest fucking passage of play for Cronulla, was it? Yeah, I mean, no. Melbourne Storm bombed the wind more than, yeah. <laughs> more than Cronulla did. I mean, yes. Fucking relax. That was, that was Stop bringing up old shit. That was a long time ago. I'd, like, I'd prefer to talk about the two hours before the grand final. <laughs> <laughs> or like the five hours after... <laughs> That was a long-ass day. Oh, God. Patron. Sharky Pete. Ben Barber. He wants to have Ben Barber in his off-season antics and then the move to Rugby Union in France. Disaster. That was a pretty shambolic situation. I mean, he for, for Benny getting pinged in the first place <coughs> and getting the getting terminated and on, going over to Thailand to do the rehab, and we'll sign you back for much less money and kind yep. of solve our salary cap, potential salary cap issues yep. by re-signing you at a reduced rate, and we can because you'll be grateful to receive less money because you fucking, <laughs> you know, you, you got done. Yep. Uh, it's so stupid to put himself in that position in the first place. But he, the, then the way they came up with that plan, like, okay, you got a 12-week suspension, so, yeah. go over, pick up the pick up the shortfall in your salary, playing yeah. rugby in France, and then that'll eat up the eat up the suspension, and then you can come back and play for us again. And then the NRL's like, oh, no, the suspension is actually NRL time, yeah. <laughs> you know. So, and we'll, then we'll and, and then he's like, the game's done fucking nothing for me, you know. Bye, yeah. bitches. I'm out of here. So, um, yeah. BBC. <laughs> <laughs> the, e, the E's now Europe <laughs> the European chapter uh, already signed James O'Connor oh damn Ali Wins was the it, other one um, are they rugby union players I don't know yeah that, look the, the thing that I I worry about a lot with the NRL um, is they rely on their past decisions to decide their current and future decisions mm-hmm. I was happy with the fact that a club was obviously trying to be a smart ass. Yes. Like it was blatant that Cronulla were trying to game the system. Yep. And say, well, okay, well, no, Ben, we, we won't tolerate that. That's that's that whole virtue signal thing. No yep. one can come back and get angry at them for saying they don't tolerate illicit drug use. Perfect. Punt him. Yep. Then, after he's done his suspension, we'll bring him in as a uh a rehab story. He's rehabilita- rehabilitated. Um, we'll sign him to much less, and you know, hope that no other club will offer him. Um, and he'll just want to come back and play because he won a grand final here last year, and and we'll be safe. Then the the NRL's basically come in and gone. No, don't you go being smart asses. Exactly. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad that they actually. I, yeah. I mean, it was pleasing to see them do that because as I saw Cronulla kind of manoeuvring the situation around and I was like, you it was, it was like, little cunts. It was like a pea plater trying to take a really fast corner in the rain. <laughs> like they think that it's so easy. And, uh, and, and halfway through, they're thinking like, <laughs> fucking how cool am I? <laughs> yeah. It's, it slides a little bit. <laughs> um, 
but I'm I'm really glad that the NRL a stood up for itself and and stood up for for it not taking shit from clubs yeah. in that respect and not letting them get away um, with sneaky bullshit yeah like that as well exactly because like the way they let they let uh, like Gaznia retire. And then come back on, yeah, yeah. and, and, and then come back on nothing, and then retire before the before, yeah, exactly. Before the back end. So the, the dragons essentially get a you know a, mm. a premiership winning, they get a premiership win with a, an international class centre uh, for, for, for for like fifty grand or something like you know it's, yeah for yeah. nothing you know <laughs> yeah. for like a hundred G's or something like that yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck uh, um, so yeah and look on, on the barber thing as well he he probably would have had an idea in his mind how things were going to go yeah he had a very clear idea how it was going to go. Um, <laughs> And I don't think anybody anywhere takes kindly to to well laid plans just being changed. Mm-hmm. Um, but then to, to 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 crack the shits though, yeah, and be like, oh, you know, the it. game's done nothing for me, mate. They fucking they tolerated a lot of shit yes. over a five year period from you, motherfucker, yeah. including the laundry list of alleged yeah. things that could happen, such as you know. Alcohol problems, DV, fucking yeah, all the. I mean, he had a real fucking grab bag of 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 NRL redemption misdemeanors. And to add to that, the the cunt that kept him alive during those times, yeah, career wise at least, yeah, is now the guy that he was inadvertently mouthing off at. (laughs) Um, Exactly. Yeah. So it, it probably goes to Benny Barber's maturity. More yeah. than anything, yeah. what is he? Late twenties, mid twenties. I don't know. He's still a fucking brat though, and he probably yeah. shouldn't be as much of a brat for the age he is. But yeah. you know, it's, a, it's that Peter Pan, you know, in a bubble in the rugby league. Yeah, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what else have we got here? The the biggest tiger. When you wake up Christmas Day and you're drunk, and your drunk parents say, "We won't do Christmas till later today," because shut up. That's why. I think that's like saying that he wanted to get the episode this morning, and we're recording this this morning, Wednesday morning. We said Wednesday. Okay. You get it Wednesday? Fuck. It's tonight. We've got hours. Did you understand that? It's not even, yeah, it's not even I thought time. he was fucking tweeting at Dr. Phil or something. Put us in there Look, by he's mistake. Guy, he's, he's the biggest tiger. He's, he's the biggest tiger. This, he'll be feeling emotions about this Simona thing. He's under duress. Give me a break. <laughs> can you scroll that down? Oh, what do you, what do you want me to scroll down? I'm oh, sorry. I can see oh, what they are. I'm reading them out to you, motherfucker. You're yeah, getting like a... You're getting chauffeur-driven here. What the fuck? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, Paraman Mark to uh, things I'm grateful for in life my kids being healthy and happy and uh, this week in league is back fucking that's nice very, one that's a, that's a very nice thing to say I don't I, 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 I don't I really <laughs> I fucking struggle I, I struggle to see how that like those two things can be even in the same ballpark <laughs> like the, the, you got a, you've only got like 140 characters right so <laughs> Like they're the things yeah. you, they're the two things you're gonna fit in. It's a very nice sound, very nice sound. I, I really appreciate it. Yet again, though, this year I fucking struggle with a Parramatta fan being so hard to get angry at. Yeah. <laughs> like there's been some gronking in the past. Give it time. Well, yeah, I know. Give it time. But it, it's counter to everything I, I was brought up to believe. Uh, Mad Dog underscore no space. Is this the year that uh, at Occupied Duckburg, aka Mup, uh, eats dick when Hayne and the Titans fail to make the finals? Well, look. Uh, I don't think any. I mean, surely no. Titans fans don't really go in with a, a huge expectation of uh, of going in with the finals, do they? Um, I mean, they certainly wouldn't feel. They, they certainly wouldn't be hopeful of winning a premiership at any no. stage, right? Yeah. No. So look, they 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 jagged they jagged it last year, and, and you know what? 
They, 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 I think they Tight. got fucked by the refs in that finals game too. Yeah. My sympathies yeah. are with the Titans there. Yep. Hey, we had a fucking had a lot of Patron, but I fucking didn't forget that. <laughs> so. Yeah, there are some actual refs' fault. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Look, I, I feel some kindred spirits in a lot of Titans fans. Mm-hmm. Not only with my membership, but um. Yes, and that's that's another tweet coming down. But yeah, so let's let's do it right now. How's your membership going? Yeah, it's done. What did you get? I have no idea. I had it done by a third party. Is it seated or is it just like a merchandise pack thing? Or I have no idea. When it comes in, I'll do a live unboxing on the show. <laughs> like I said, I got a fucking lackey to do that shit. Yeah. Um, but the the thing of one one year of success yep. does not mean you go out there fucking claiming undefeated. Yeah. No, no, that's right. <laughs> as, as us Penrith fans know know very very well. I was about to say there'll be a bit of claiming this year from you guys as well. Um. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I'm interested to see about this membership thing. You know, the, now you can embark on years of of irritation as you'll have your membership, and it'll be like a one year thing, presumably, and you won't renew it for another year. And you'll get emails yeah. with team lists and yeah. hey member, and I'll just keep sending you shit. I'm still getting. I don't even remember what fucking year it was that I had to get the West Tigers one for losing I'm, that bet. Look, Maybe it was 2012. I don't know. But I'm to this day, I'm still getting fucking emails. You know what? I'm hoping to take a page out of your book yeah. and somehow ascend to the lofty uh, status that actual news media outlets contact me because of the amount of, as a member, <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> I'd forgotten about that. That was fantastic. Uh, at Devonhead now, I want to talk about the death of the Gronk of the Year, uh, Special K, at Special K Online. Well, you know, some. Um, I don't think we can talk about it now because proceedings are still underway. Oh, still illegal, Matt, yeah. Okay, um, RIP. So, yeah. We'll let you know when we can. Um, there was some unpleasantness with Valentine Holmes, I believe. We all saw it. Yeah, you probably want to edit that out and just say there was some unpleasantness with an individual... <laughs> that plays the Cronulla Sharks. Uh, yeah. Um, who has a day named after him. <laughs> <laughs> At has a has uh, for in search for his one true stepdad. Well, that, now that tweet's come out, and, and look, they're saying that his management were in contact with the Broncos because maybe you know getting himself sorted out under Wayne for net for twenty eighteen onward. Uh, then was it Don McKinnon is like his godfather or something, and he's and he's like his advisor because he doesn't have a manager at the moment yeah, so he's like that's, that's, that's right that's bullshit yeah. and then you see the mole on Twitter going they're saying this but believe you know believe me it happened this, you know this the overtures or whatever yeah. were made so, yeah. so I guess it's too early early to say but given that like for starters what an ungrateful cunt to Parramatta <laughs> one <laughs> two what an ungrateful cunt to the Warriors <laughs> Who've resurrected him? <laughs> they've had to. They've had to deal with. You know, they've been content to, to take the take on the chin the the fact that he um, isn't playing for the first you know couple of games and and and, and yeah. so forth. And they've you know they had to go through all the hoops that the NRL set up for them yep. to jump through to get him registered and playing. Yep. And then for before the ball's even been kicked, yeah, for him then to be like, yeah, apparently. Yeah. That dude is a spe- like that that guy's career and just general character. Yep, didn't turn out how I thought it would yeah. at all. I was I've got to be honest. I was very shocked at the way that things have panned out for that yeah. fella. Look to to play um, foreign's advocate. 
or Foran's uncle, if well, you will. So he doesn't sound like he doesn't have a doesn't have a, an actual advocate, <laughs> so the position is open. This is my thing. There's a consider this your your uh, your interview. A, an, an interesting um, point of view on predictors and predictions um, from uh, Freakonomics. Yes, there was a European country where witches still held a very high esteem in the country. And people would very often go to witches to uh, predict their future. Of, I want to send my kid to this school or this school. Which one should I send him to? Yep. Right. Um, should I mow my lawn? Should I marry this person? Are we going to have ten kids? Right. And the country ended up introducing a law where you can be penalised yep. if you're wrong. And that cut back on the number of cunts wanting to make predictions. <laughs> Very, very sharply. Everyone from these people who put stuff out on social media um, to the actual media reports, and the, the first time I saw it was on Channel 9. Yep. Uh, and it was a exclusive. We we have heard that Kieran Foran could be uh, replacing um, uh, dropsies at the Broncos. So the, the the amount of unfounded stupidity out there that leads to this shit um, is really really fucking annoying. It's almost it's almost to Donald Trump levels. The thing that the thing that gets me is that it's the, the first round of the year. There's so much to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you need to dredge up a someone might have like it's, the Broncos didn't? They're not seeking him. And he's the, the he's not necessarily seeking as well. Yeah. No one's no one's angry at him. It's no. not like the entire town of Brisbane's still fuming at his decision to to join the Dragons. Yeah, they are that fuming about him. <laughs> you know, one thing, an observation that I, that, I, that I have to make: Broncos fans, no matter what is going on, if there's an opportunity to watch a game featuring Ashton Sims, as he's now in the in the ESL, in the ESL. and they will just fucking Ride that poor cunt. Yeah. I say poor. The reason why I say it is because that was that shit was years ago. Yeah. That's fucking years ago. It was exactly. closer to a decade ago than not. Now the like, thing is though, they will death ride that guy for dropping a ball, which then led to an expansive spread and team where the opposition ju- opposition just scored to win the game. Yeah. It's pretty fucking terrible mistake in terrible field position, but they still had the opportunity to make, yeah. a, a, you know, set themselves for tackles. Okay. Ben Hunt drops a ball in extra time where there is no fucking comeback, presenting the Cowboys, who I don't know if you've heard about this, but Jonathan Thurston plays for the Cowboys, and he's known to be pretty good at taking a field goal. Heard he can kick one. Can kick a field goal, Jonathan Thurston can. It's been said. Yeah. <laughs> it is known. <laughs> He's dropped it. Giving them the ball from like fucking 20 meters out or something. Yeah. Where Thurston not only can kick a field goal, but he could fucking set himself in position. Call for it. They play the ball. He pulls down his pants, pulls out his dick, and fucking cover drives the ball with his dick through the fucking... Yeah. Put, put it this way. Thurston got his wife pregnant from 40 out dead in front. It, I know. I know. However, having know. said and then having said that, Ben Hunt he gets a little bit of a little bit of ribbing, a little bit of joking. 
But there's nowhere near the like the, just the, the sheer hatred and vitriol. Yeah. And that was actually in the game. That wasn't in the game to get into the game to get into the game. Yeah. That was in the game itself. Like, fucking hell. <laughs> and all the shit he did in the 15 minutes leading up to that as well. He did a lot of fucking mistakes yep. and stuff. <laughs> oh, oh, for the, the 40 minutes before that where he ki- ki- just kick for touch. <laughs> kick for touch. Kick for touch. It, fucking hell, Broncos fans. Like, at the end, my grandfather wasn't angry at the Japanese anymore. Yeah. And they were shooting at him. Yeah, yeah. Fucking get over Sims. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. My my my, my pop, well, he fucking he definitely was still angry at the Japanese right to the end. Oh really? Which was really awkward when I was fucking <laughs> when I was when ja- you, Japanese yeah. girlfriends living in Japan yeah. and uh, and he's seeing the photos and I, I imagine um, that probably sent him to an early grave. Yeah. But no, my, luckily enough, mine my, my was okay. Um, yeah. The one time he yeah, was talking to a lady at a shop and I was a, a little tyke and I yeah. said to him, "Aren't you aren't you angry at her?" And he said, my memory's still a little hazy, but I don't think it was her shooting at me. <laughs> Excellent. So, um, uh, yeah. Uh, Earthboy75 said, I was Glenn spreading fake news to us about the Tigers' hopes for all those years. Obviously. Yes. I mean, we, yeah, we, Sad. We, we, didn't, we knew that was fake news before yeah, Trump started talking about fake news. I mean, God. Fake dad. <laughs> Tigers in decline is, is essentially the community's response. <laughs> To the fake news perpetrated by, by Glenn over all those years. Uh, Fonz underscore Curly. Alfonso. New Delta Goodrum footy ad. Target market. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, oh, I, I saw some other people. I don't know enough about gridiron ads, but apparently it's pretty similar to one. It was like Carrie Underwood or something. In the States? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And we do copy that shit. I mean, yeah, case in point, the, the Bon Jovi yeah. era, you know, that's what, you know... But Look, in this day and age, it's like they they think people don't have the internets. Yeah, yeah. Like Friday night's a great night for football. That was a rip off. Yeah. Um, let's go Broncos. Look, they could have got to that on their own naturally. It's not not yeah. that hard. Yeah. But yeah. Um, rally towns, <laughs> rally towns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, any time. There's no reason. There's no real reason why NRL advertising and season promo stuff yeah. has to suck so much. Yeah. There's no reason why half-time stuff has to suck. There's just... I just... I don't know. I don't have an answer for it because there's no reason for why yeah. it should. Because it's not budgetary. They throw the fucking money at it. Yep. They throw the money at it. So it's, not, it's not because it's like we're some cut-price yeah. competition. I mean, we are compared to you know the, the big ones in the States, but we, it's not that we're, they're hurting for money so badly that they're putting up... You know, Justice Crew because they're like they picked them up from whatever the musical equivalent of exactly. best lessons. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I look maybe it's just me. Um, I I liked the uh, Hoodoo Gurus song. I did too. But that's that's simply because to me, that's that whole like you can't get any better than, than Aussie pub rock. Yeah. To to pair with rugby league. Yeah. That that shit to me, except maybe Tina Turner. Funnily enough, which is sort of <laughs> such a polar opposite. I can't. I get it, but she was. But um, she, you know that that song. Then you know maybe it was because of rugby league. I mean, then that song is now it is like completely appropriated. I mean, it may as well be cold chisel. It's exactly, like, like, it's exactly. Like, yeah, beloved. Um, and and maybe I don't know. Is Delta releasing that song as a single? I hope so. Not. I hope yeah, um, it it's got some good vision yep. um, of players. There's one bit that's a little bit scary right at the end. Greg Inglis looks a bit predatory. Um, <laughs> Going after Delta. <laughs> I'll uh, <laughs> I'll have to put up the cut that I did of the uh, of the Friday night promo a couple of years ago. 
with uh, with uh, Rebecca Black's Friday. <laughs> Look at that, he's going to go he's going right up. He's, a, he's going right get at Delta's asshole. <laughs> Mate, that Inglis, Inglis is, he's got eyes for one thing and it's the Anus on that occasion. Fantastic. Uh, Josh Hill 2002 uh, brought in the, the Bryce Fooey Fooey or Curtis, hits and misses. Look, I, I think Curtis, is he's so in the clear now. He's with her and it was a photo. He's, if she had the time or the inclination, yeah. she, she could have fucked him up a lot harder mm-hmm. and she didn't she showed incre- impressive restraint yep unlike <laughs> other cut snakes yeah. I mean rightfully just, you know what perfectly you know perfectly cool for them to be angry man vicious yeah vicious it's, it's lessons for life not just footy oh, there is be an- very careful of who you send pictures of your dick to our mate Hammers uh, H4MMERZ he's he's taking a screenshot of a notes app so he sent us a fucking ton of things uh, to get through um, the titans Goat recruiting. The Titans recruiting is the greatest recruiting. No, no, I'm just moving on. Yeah. They, they did well. Certainly bolstered. Uh, you know how everyone's got like their lucky gambling story? Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's this once-in-a-lifetime thing, and it'll never, ever happen again. Yeah. That's, that was the Titans recruitment last year. <laughs> like, it, it just so happened yeah. that they were on $5 bets when, when the super feature came up. <laughs> so yeah. fuck off don't 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 uh, start writing checks your body can't cash yet yeah, exactly uh, players not keeping their dick in their pants we've covered that the demise of Special K we've covered that Ben Barber covered that Bronco signing Benji this is fantastic <laughs> the reason why it's so fantastic is because is because he's been assigned to the Redcliffe Dolphins which are just down the road so I in my dream I'm thinking that I'm going to be able to go down to Dolphins and watch Benji carving a second-tier competition and maybe seeing, like, some old Benji. Yeah, nice. That may not be the case, though. Especially if he wants to play for the Broncos in the centres or whatever, you would think that maybe... Let, let me know when the game is. We'll go, we'll yeah. go to a live cross. <laughs> That's, I'd, that shit's pretty much got... It's pretty much bought a, a Dolphins membership for me. Mm. Yeah, because... Yeah. And and uh, Lodge, what's happening with Lodge? He's not going to the NRLs. The NRLs like we're not going to register him for the yeah, Broncos. I think so. so does that mean he's still going to play for Redcliffe? Um, <coughs> yeah, I believe so. Uh, St George signing Hunt. Uh, it's a good move. It's a good move for them. Um, it just seems weird how it's all gone. So that that Ben Hunt, I never would have thought he'd become the stage where he'd be be like so expendable to the Bron- Like he'd be a guy of the Broncos would just be like, yeah, right, bye. Yeah, he he did seem to be what. Wayne did seem to take a special interest in him. Yeah. Um, and norm- normally when Wayne does that, they're, they're in for the, the long haul. Yep. Um, you know, it wasn't like, you know, Wayne pretty much came out and said to Benny, you're not wanted, Benny Barber. Mm-hmm. Um, and with, with Benny, he made a, a big effort to say that he was, you know, solid at the Broncos and after he dropped the ball and this, 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 this. So who knows what happened. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what do we got here? Lotto Land. We'll get to that. Um, more, more. We're talking about the game. Uh, that Lotto Land is a business, though. It's like, it just seems so a business. It's, a, it's a, such a better. It's a, it's it, it seems like such an impressive way. Like lottos, like we've said, you know, like a tax on you know, like a tax on the foolish. But the, yeah. then they've taken it to another level where it's like an even more ingenious There's tax. A land. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because you're not actually entering the foreign lotteries, you're betting on the outcome. 
of the fuck me is that what lotto that's what, land that's is? what they're actually they're actually a betting company and when you can do like gold lotto and the australian ones you're betting on the outcome of those of those numbers so coming up so and so, then they so they they'd give you odd see that's interesting so yeah i was, I, I thought at first it was just like there was, there was some way that you were see now that's really a tax on the stupid yeah because that that sort of thing you're able to work out the exact mathematic probability of something happening, mm-hmm. and if the odds you're getting are less than that, yeah, you are stupid if you bet on that. <laughs> um, fuck. Okay. So yeah, Jesus. there it is. Okay. Uh, yeah. But what are your thoughts on that as a name for your, your new home? I think it's fucking stupid. Um, but it's I, I, I'm not I'm not offended by it or anything. Like it's not like. You know, for example, Penrith. You know, have had Sports like you know, the muddy, muddy puddle and Centibet and all that sort of thing. And, you know, naming rights for stadiums, it's yeah. good because it introduces money to the club that they didn't have before. If they're like holding on to, you know, I mean, Brookie. Yeah. The thing about Lotto Land is they'll call it Lotto Land, but it will still everyone will refer to it as Brookie because it's one of those things that just has such a long entrenched history of being called one thing that it's very difficult for a new thing to take charge. But I call it Lotto Land. I'm gonna call it the Fixer Upper because it works on a couple of levels. One, match fixing. Two, it needs improvements. So I'm gonna call it the fixer upper. That's what I'm. Call, that's what I'm calling it this year. And three, it's annoying as fuck while you live there. <laughs> so, um, but Lotto Land, it sounds like a fun place, right? I like. It sounds like a place where dreams can come true. Yeah, undefeated premierships and whatnot. I, I, I love, I love your your hope that uh, everyone will still refer to it as Brookie. Certainly, certainly, man. It's like it. Well, I'll, I'll take you back to the Northern Eagles thing. When Manly fans just referred them as Manly and would chant Manly, yeah. and then eventually no, 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 they I just know. cut the. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But there's another ground steeped in heritage um, that to this day even has fucking street signs naming it. Uh, but Suncorp Stadium is Suncorp Stadium. It is no longer Lang Park. Well, the only people that say Lang Park. Um, uh, I have been known to call it Lang Park at times. Just when you want to be nostalgic for ironic effort. Yeah. So if I'm going to the footy, I'm going to Lang Park. If I'm going to watch fucking a Keith Urban concert, yeah. <laughs> then I'm a fucking idiot, but also going to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but um, Sun- Suncorp is Suncorp. Went to watch Guns N' Roses the other week. <laughs> and that fucking out there that was QE2, it's QSAC or something now. QSAC Queensland something athletic something I guess I don't know I've no idea can somebody please find out how much it is to print out a giant photo of John Cusack's face <laughs> and just <laughs> go and like hang it on the <laughs> next to the sign that's actually an amazing idea and it never occurred to me <laughs> <laughs> oh what do I got here um a lot of other stuff. So a lot of other stuff uh, that we've already covered off. Uh, Lynn Shield said, in other news, my Tool Nation car sticker has outlasted two Seagull stickers. Uh, here's, I hope there's one in this year's membership pack. There will be. Yes. There will be a new one. We've already talked about what, we it, have. what it will be. Yeah. And uh, it, it will be great. You'll love we'll, it. We'll stick it on their car. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Tim, everyone wants to know about Simona. Uh, uh, proposed cap on football operations spending. I think it's a great thing in terms of keeping clubs not going broke. 
Yes. That's, it's an excellent thing if a football club doesn't go broke and the team disappears, leaving their fan base. As a, as a, as, as a person who's had his team go broke and disappear for a short period of time, yeah. it's not good. I'm sure Bears supporters really fucking still are not you know not yep. happy and very painful me western suburbs you see the 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 way they carry on you know the the, yep. the diehards out at Campbelltown um Illawarra I don't know if they really care I mean you don't really hear much about them but they were completely absorbed and assimilated <laughs> so look anything yeah. that keeps clubs from going broken and, and disappearing is or being relocated to somewhere that doesn't fucking want them yep that's a good thing however on the other hand I am kind of like of the mind and this doesn't even if this is not, I'm not describing my club, so it's not even like a buyer's thing. But I am kind of in favour of if a team has the resources to spend up and achieve competitive advantages on others within the rules, just through the fact that they've got bigger sponsors, more money, whatever, but more richer, yeah. richer private owners or private owners that are willing to put more money in them, then I'm kind of like, you go. Good for yeah. you. You're lucky. Yeah. So I, yeah. I would take a step back from that, and I think that the fucking priorities are wrong with a lot of the stuff that's coming out of NRL HQ at the moment. The first thing they need to fix, if they're going to start talking about putting blanket restrictions at club level, not just on player salaries, which yep. the NRL can control because they yep. own the con- they register the contracts. Yep. Um, they need to legitimise each club's operational structure, mm-hmm. entity structure. Yep. Before they do anything else, because at the moment you have. Some clubs, which are, would be governed under ASIC. Yep. You have some uh, clubs which are governed by um, liquor and well, gaming liquor laws. Yeah, yep. It's, it is an absolute fucking shambles. And so if you actually want to have the intended purpose of reducing unfair monetary advantages, then to be an NRL club and hold the franchise, you must have this structure. Yep. And it must go down, down, down. The NRL will audit that. Are they looking to do it? They don't, I don't think they're do it, looking at it as a level of playing field thing. I think they're looking at it. That report came out and said that all these clubs lost all this money and very few of them made a profit and, so, and some that did made yeah. barely, you know, a couple hundred grand. And so I think I but think it, it's more like keeping clubs solvent rather than... True. But again, back back to the my clickbait point before. Mm-hmm. Right? If you look through the financial statements of the clubs that have them available, yep. then... There are advantages in your club not making a profit. Yeah. There are distinct advantages. But then all of a sudden, you receive a grant from your league's club, and all of a sudden, that eats up the actual losses. Yeah. It, like, it's not this fucking thing where people are out there saying NRL clubs are in crisis, they're not making any money, they're all going to go broke. Mm -hmm. If clubs are mismanaged, yes, they can go broke. Yep. It definitely can happen. But the ones they're talking about, like, you know, Broncos fans crow on about they're the only club to make a profit. Yep. Your club didn't make a profit. Your financials show that it made a loss. However, a grant from your league's club top put, up and put, put it your the top. club into the black. Yep. And this happens in other clubs at various degrees. Mm-hmm. It If they put a, a cap on operations because there were people whinging about, oh, this team can afford these sports scientists and we can't this team can afford, you know, this, that, and the other, and, and we can't. Yep. Any cap, I believe, should have uh, an NFL-style tax on it or an NBA-style tax on it, where if you go over the operations cap, yep. there's a luxury tax, mm-hmm. and then that money is equally divided back to the other clubs. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a good system. And, and that, if you want to go and do it, you can do it, 
but it's going to cost you and it's going to benefit the other clubs. Yep. But who am I? Makes sense. Uh, now, just do some Facebook stuff. We had, well, well, actually, just want to remind people this week in X Factors, of course. Fuck me, drunk. There's one thing there. came from Ben on Facebook and he sent me a... Uh, as, as the late, great Bill Paxton said in, uh, in Aliens, it's game over, man. <laughs> game over for you, my man. The Sydney Morning Herald. He's taken a photograph of the Sydney Morning Herald. And I can't quite see what clue it is, but I reckon it's probably... It's the second one across on their crossword. See the blue highlight? X-Factor. Indefinable but important element. <laughs> so it looks like it has been defined. <laughs> like, that, that's this fucking loop that should create a black hole. That word and that clue. Like, the universe should have fucking collapsed on itself right then. Um... If there was just one on Facebook, you yeah. could have fucking let that slide. Yeah, but you could I just have not mentioned to, it. Yeah, I could. I could have. I could have not mentioned it. You're right. I could. And have. it would have died like Brookvale Oval will die as a name. I could have not mentioned it, but just as I will keep Brookvale Oval alive in our hearts and minds, <laughs> so too will X Factors. And I'm sure there's going to be plenty after the first round of football. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, the segment formerly known as This Week in Luke Dawn. We'll be uh, having the boys back, but uh, we. Uh, what was the final decision on what we're going to call that segment? I have no idea. Okay. When so did we have that I, discussion? I, oh, like last year. Remember. Was it at the grand final meetup? No, I don't think it was then. It okay. could have been. I don't know. What we, I, don't, I don't know what happened then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Was I even there? Uh, so, yeah, we'll have your suggestions. Now that the ESL lineups and everything and all the transfers yep. have been finalised we've got we, we, I think we started talking about it real early on when people hadn't yeah. you know people were just starting to you know piss off over there so yeah. now we've got them over yeah, there okay. let's let's uh, think you know let's just think about it and see who it's going to be good on the ESL for throwing some shade yeah standing up for themselves exactly I love that when British people think they're important in sport oh it's fan- it is it is fantastic to see shadows of the old empire yeah and then there's remember you know they <laughs> They, they look up over, you know, for their fucking their, their crumpets and <laughs> and feel like there's someone again. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is from a, this is an anonymous anonymous person, an anonymous tip. I can't say who it is, but they uh, look, look. Welcome back, gents. I'm not sure if you have a Twill Confidential, but I have a spotted for you, like in, in, the, in the lifestyle section of the newspaper. Spotted. Chapo at a Sydney Kim Kings game sitting in the handicap section with Tim McIntyre as his carer. Tim McIntyre has video of this. So, <laughs> I thought it was very interesting. And I can't reveal any more about it without the, the, revealing the, identity. The, the, okay. uh, the, super, the super snitch. Yep. Uh, Daniel, a newish listener, came on board uh, kind of around August last year, but immediately grabbed the membership. So it's fair to say he's uh, he's he's a great listener of the show and fantastic, and it's also very fair to say that he's pumped up for Grand Final Day this year, twenty seventeen. <laughs> Sent a message the other day and said, uh, "Looking forward to the first pod of the year. My mate and I, who live in Brizzy, have booked accommodation already for this year's Grand Final. You guys had far too much fun last year for us to miss out again this year." Jesus Christ. That's it. Daniel. He's, he's, we haven't booked accommodation <laughs> yet. We were only just talking about it before we recorded today. Yeah. So, I love I love that fucking I love the keenness. I tell you what, that young he's he's showing promise. I like cut of his jib. Let let's ev- everyone take a page out of Daniel's book. <laughs> yeah. Don't, Get organised early. Don't go 
booking accommodation if you don't, if you can't. <laughs> don't just book accommodation to but, do it. <laughs> but I want I want you to plant the seeds. I, w- I want you to plant the seeds and black out your calendar and look at your diary. Um, so there's no excuses. Come grand final day. Start thinking now because a lot of people get to the point where they're, they're at the end of the year and they're like, oh, damn, pro-, you know, flights are fucking $300 each way or $400 yeah. each way, you know, or something like Yeah, because there's going to come a time in, in May or something like that yep. where Jetstar are going to do their thing where they're chucking flights down to, you know, to yeah, Sydney or wherever. Yeah, 80 dollars, grab so, them. Yep, and, or even, even if you're at any time of year getting the early bird version ones that are like, you know, like 89 bucks each way or something yeah. like that that aren't like a super special. And you know what? They exist and you can get them. I wish we had done last year. I mean, I'll we'd put we'd, it out there. Yeah. Because I'm fairly confident this won't come back to bite me on the ass. <laughs> as confident as I am with the Jared <laughs> comment yeah. on the thing. If enough people can get the time and put in, I'll fucking drive a Twill Nation bus down to Sydney <laughs> and drive us back. That just that's that seems awfully selfless considering the amount of <laughs> And by drive I mean I will designate a driver. <laughs> I was gonna say is like considering you yeah, or uh like going down fair, okay. Fair to say <laughs> fair to say we party pretty hard. Yeah. But you know <laughs> <laughs> So, flights, no problem. Yep. Now that people don't have penalty rates to worry about. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's true too. You know. Grand finals on Sunday. Missing a couple extra days of work doesn't, uh, doesn't seem so bad now. (laughs) It's cold as ice. Uh, and just some general stuff, uh. Memberships of 2017, we have decided that we are including a, uh, Twill Nation slash undefeated hoodie in, uh, in green. A brand new sticker and something else that we haven't yet decided. Mm. Regrettably, we'll probably have to raise the price this year, like five bucks or something, because zip-up hoodies are not cheap to produce. No. In fact, they're probably more than double what it costs to do a shirt. So, But, you know, we welcome any and all feedback on that side of things. And a special mention for our friends in England. If you're in England, listen up. Put down your beer, your warm beer. Step out of the bath that you're not having at the moment <laughs> and listen to me. One of you failed to pick up your membership from the post office last year. Why do I know this? Because it got fucking returned to sender. The label has been scrawled on with, you know, Sharpie and redirect to this and do this and blah, blah, blah. So I don't fucking know whose it is. So if you bought a membership last year, you're in England, you got the notification, I, I guess, to pick it up from the post office, didn't do it. They've got jack of it and sent it back to Australia. Wow. Let it's us, fucking cold as ice, England. Let, let me know so that I may include it in your membership this year because you have some items coming your way that you have paid for. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fix your fucking postal career, England. So, rev- yeah, so review yourself and uh, yeah, we'll add it to this one when we send it over. Um, Supercoach Leagues. The Super the Supercoach Group League is up. Uh, check our Twitter timeline for the link to get to that one. Um, tipping. If you were a tipster last year, it's the same competition, just renamed and rolled over for 2017, so you're in there already. If not, uh, once again, check the timeline. You'll see the, the, the link to that. It's on Footy Tips. And um, finally, Supercoach. We've filled, as of time of record, as of the time of recording, we've filled in seven leagues. So, uh, so we've filled in six, and the seventh is filling up. So uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to... 
just say the codes for the last four leagues and if you go to a league and it's full, try the next one, the next one, and so forth. And we fill 10, that's it, done. So the Twill Nation 7 league is 842094. Sorry, I'll go there. It's 842094. League 8 is 491222. League 9, 279618. League 10, 598229. That's it. Uh, at one stage, I was like, "Yeah, we'll do five leagues this year." And just you know, some people you know fall off super coach. You know, new people come in. They just keep filling up. So I'm glad I pre-created ten of them. And because uh, I say super we'll coach up. leagues like barbers' nostrils. Yeah, and we've got them. And well, we've, we've you're, they're open until Thursday until the games kick off. I think. Yep. And at the time when the games go into lockdown, any unfilled leagues, I think, just get merged. You know, get people merged into them from you know just randoms who are legalists. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. So, so ideally, we'd like to fill them all up with people who we you know, we actually we know, we in, know. In, in air quotes. Um, uh, but yeah. Um, now, what else are we going to talk about at the start? Show? I think that's it for the housekeeping side of things. So, if there's any other questions or anything, uh, memberships and so forth, suggestions, whatever, hit us up. And uh, yeah, don't forget to give us your suggestions for the uh, segment formerly known as This Week in Luke Dawn. And of course, don't forget your This Week in X Factors submissions because uh, Jay lives for that shit. Fuck off. So let's take a look at the rankings anyway for how we think teams thereabouts will finish in the 2017 season. Starting, as we do, at the bottom of the 2016 rankings, Newcastle finished in last place by a fucking country mile. Now, I don't know how you feel, but I feel that... I feel like there, there might be some improvement in Newcastle... But not a great deal. I'm str- really struggling. Yeah. I'm really struggling to get to get my numbers together as far as pinning down exactly where a team's going to finish. But Newcastle, in conjunction with another team, make up. I've got a list of two teams that I think are going to to be the bottom side this year, and it's going to be fifteen, yeah. sixteen. Yep. Newcastle's definitely one of them. Okay. I I agree. Um... Newcastle weren't, unfortunately, slightly off the pace last year. They, they mm-hmm. were way off the pace. Yes, correct. Um, the, it, the There were patches where, where they were, you know, showed some fantastic footy. But in an 80-minute game, if you were doing that for, for less than half of it... For 35 seconds. Yeah, you, you cannot cannot be um, competitive at all. Uh, the, the losses they had, um, the Uate party... Yeah, and, well, I mean, yeah... <laughs> he's going to affect some other team's fortunes. He never affected theirs. I mean, he was, you know, he was Reggie's. So yeah, and yeah. fucking cunty Longstocking, <laughs> who's gone off to, you know, wherever. Um, and and from what I've, what I've read, really, they've they've bought in some players who seem to be a little bit too old. I don't know what that. I, I don't get it. They've bought in Starling. Um, they've bought Cost Jason. Starling um, was very. He was very highly. He was like he was sold at the time as being like the you know the best sort of non-Burgess 
poor quality from oh. South that time. And but, but but when you consider the potato that is Luke Burke, <laughs> if you rank in Starling underneath that, then yeah, like yeah. It, he's he's a nice yeah. guy and he was a good he was a good club man for in his time at Manly. Oh, but, he was, but but he's he's not the leader of a forward pack. He's not to, the answer. Yeah. To anything to any question you could think of. Yeah, he's not even the question most of the time. Yeah. He's like, like he's not the you know, he's the biggest potato. He's not the answer to that question because he's not. But he's also yeah. he's not you know he's not great. I mean, Bureau great fucking pickup for them. And if he stays injury free, he's going to be yeah. fantastic. And it's going to you know but, make me fucking angry every time I see him carve someone up. But again, he, he's not changing the fate of of games. Even the combination of them all. He like just him. might. He might be just that good. Fucking hell. <laughs> I still love you, Jamie. Wasn't your fault you left? Have you got lemons and limes outside? <laughs> Why? The fucking bitters are all here. <laughs> That's not bitterness. Oh, I love Jamie. I know, but you I want to see succeed. Gone. I want him to fucking carve manly up. Yeah, true. Um, you know, so yeah, Newcastle. I, I think you're in for another another tough season, but fucking stick with them, Knights fans, like you did last year. Oh, you can pump them up, are you? Yeah, stick with them. Do we right? Things will turn around. It's your club. It's you get better. Well, you got to stay to, you, know, you know? How do you tell them that? They're rugby league people. <laughs> Over in Ipswich. <laughs> <laughs> there are no coal mines in Ipswich, is there? A couple of good coaches out at Ipswich. Is there? Really? What did they do lately? <laughs> they had that lightning in the bottle when they had Matty Parcell on board. That system didn't appear to translate to the next group of players as well, did it? Maybe it will with Cost Jason. Cost <laughs> Jason is made for that Walker ball fucking off the cuff style. If there's one thing that I can say about Rory Cost Jason is that he his natural carefree style has been hampered you need a by style. the likes of Bellamy. <laughs> if you need a style where not even you know what you're going to do next, he's your man. <laughs> so do you have a number? Are you going to call him 16? Yeah, 16. Okay. Uh, Sydney Roosters, 15. I... I don't think it's a stretch to say that they're going to be the big improvers this year. Yeah. Because coming 15th, obviously they had a terrible disruptive start of the season, but they are a better quality side than their uh, lowly position on the ladder in 2016 indicated, and I expect them to significantly... And when you've got a team like that that is a, you know, a pretty you know, decent team that just has a really weird, difficult year, Yep. and when they come back and they've had the, a drama-free off-season... Uh, as opposed to the completely non-stop drama of the one before, I, I expect them to rise uh, rise handsomely and okay. uh, and actually finish in the eight. Really? You got them in the eight? I think they'll finish in the eight, yeah. Okay. I got the Roosters finishing 12th. 12th? So that's not a very big rise at all. No. Well, I'm interested to see who you put above them. Hmm. I think a lot of the Roosters' decline um, was more so to do with the loss of people like James Maloney. Uh, than, than Mitchell Pearce and their their actual interruptions last year. Yeah, but I mean they, that's, that's that in conjunction with Pearce is a big factor though too because they they basically lost their both of their halves. Yeah, it, it's know, a big through, factor. Yeah. But I don't think Mitchell Pearce is a half, even though he's better at club level than he is yeah. at state. I don't think Mitchell player is Mitchell Pearce is a from fifteenth to the top eight quality half. Yep. Especially with some of the other teams that are, are there or thereabouts. Um, so, oh, fuck, hang on. No, sorry. I've got them 10th. 10th. So, you got, yeah. okay, so that's just missing the eight. So yeah, no, no. They're, okay. they're yeah. missing the eight. Right. 
Yeah, um, I think I think they'll I think they'll make an appearance in the lower half. Yeah, myself. Parramatta. When you talk about nightmare seasons, yeah, thirteen win season, which was enough to put them in eighth place just on on the basis of games won, uh, by a margin. In fact, losing their points, losing a number of points uh, from the whole. You know, salary cap business and and, and uh, rampant cheating yep. undertaken by their organisation, and um, they, uh, I expect them to, to be a good side again this year. I expect them to get a similar amount of wins and not lose points. <laughs> 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 not lose points, but you know, touch wood. That's as fucking diplomatic as I've ever heard you be. <laughs> about anything. I expect them to be pretty um, much the side they were last year, maybe slightly better. So I'm not saying they're going to be like, the oh, they're going to win the premiership or anything. Yeah. But I think that they'll, this, another one of those teams, I think that they'll certainly challenge for positions five through eight. Um, I'm fairly confident about that. Yeah, okay. I got the Eels finishing 11th. 11th? Yep. I'm interested to see your eighth because you've got a couple of teams, a couple of teams that I put up there. But then again, I mean, I'm not having any numbers in front of me. I'm just basically giving impressions and winging it. And I'm going to look at my list and go, well, fuck, how does that team fit in there? I have to shuffle that and that. And they go up mm-hmm. and they go down. So, well, basically, basically on, on the Eels, I think last yes. year they had a lot of hope. You know, they had their shit. They had a lot of hope that, mm-hmm. you know, we, we can get this. Yep. We might be able to get this. And then, you remember there was that stage where they were just steamrolling teams yeah. to, to get back in. Yep. Um, they had the hope of Foran. Yep. He, he wasn't gone, gone. Yep. At that stage, yeah, there, yeah. there was still at that stage. Yeah, there, there was still this thing in this team that that team could do something special. Yep. That they could have the fallen redemption in one year. Uh, and this year they've already started off with um, still waiting to be proven guilty in a court of law. Um, but Semi Radradra looks looks how like. About, how about Kenny Edwards? How about that one? Like, I haven't, I haven't read anything much deeper than the headlines on that one. And it's like you threw liquid on it, and yep. <laughs> you threw like a, you just like threw a drink on it. No, um, the, it it was in uh, uh, an altercation. Okay. I don't believe there are any accusations of physicality in terms of punching, pushing, open hand slapping. Uh, there was apparently some pretty nasty verbal exchange. Yeah, I can imagine. That. Um, she asked him, you know, said that you should be playing for the Tigers. <laughs> but um, the the whole issue was that he he made an act against her. Yep. That was um, considered intimidation or to intimidate. Okay. Um, Standing over and so forth. Yeah. So the, there's been a. A lot of people I've, I've seen have been offered, oh, well, you know, geez, geez, how can that be called abuse? How can that be called abuse? Um, I'd remind those people that domestic violence is an issue that is larger than rugby league. Mm-hmm. And that in a vast majority of cases, things that start off as being standoverish, you know, can escalate into... Yeah, but even if they don't, even if they don't escalate... Yep. It's still... that. Guess what? It doesn't, it doesn't have to be physical. Exactly. Yeah. Um... The other beautiful thing is there, there was a, a change in the law in New South Wales a little while ago. What they used to find a lot of, and I think I may have mentioned this once last year, was that they would have complaints made. Yep. They would sit down with uh, the person that made the complaint. Yep. They would interview them. And then when it came time for for court, uh, the story would have changed. 
and they were they no longer wanted to press charges, and that could have been for a number of very important reasons. Yep. You know, it can be financially hard on the victim, uh, it can be socially hard on the victim. They lose a support network. Um, a hundred reasons why they wouldn't. Um, now, based on the interview recording, police can still continue to yep. suppress charges. Yep. Uh, I think this one is a pretty decent win for the justice system in terms of there was something that happened. Yep. It was him using his uh, physicality, physicality or yeah. being an act to, to intimidate. It's gone to court. A uh, magistrate has made a... Or a judge has made whatever they are, has made a decision. Yep. And the decision is, I think you need uh, help. I don't think you need jail or a conviction. See, when I thought... When my, so, this, this, might, this might speak to me. Yeah, my psyche or whatever. Yep. But when I... <laughs> When I said like, yeah, you know, he's like throwing liquid on it. I mean, I think like, oh, he's like standing like a Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, this begs the question. Yes. Is giving someone a Kurt Cobain now illegal? So the the Kurt Cobain. In well, I mean, yeah. Uh, is hmm. when you stand over while they're sleeping. And you jizz in their hair, and then for the rest of the night they're you know tossing and turning as they normally would while they sleep, and when they get up they've got '90s grunge style Kurt Cobain hair. <laughs> I've not heard that before. That's fucking. That's that's terrible. It's and you dangerous. Should, that's terrible, and you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> yeah. My God. So um, no, look with with the Eels, there's enough happened already, and and disruptions to rugby league teams are never good. Yep. So I, I can't see them cracking the eight this year. Okay. So um, that takes us to the Mighty Manly Seagulls. Well, look, if there's one thing that I've learned over a lifetime of watching rugby league, and it is that trial form is a key indicator <laughs> into into a team's chances in the season, and in fact, an undefeated preseason often does point to an undefeated premiership season. <laughs> With that said, Manly were undefeated <laughs> in the preseason. Look, 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 okay, look, I can't keep it going. No. Finished thirteenth last season. I actually think they'll improve because you know what? I, I, some of the some of the buys they've made have been a little bit cast offish and stuff. But guys like Hastings and Siren, they actually seem to be very motivated to you know show them they show them they were wrong about me. You know that sort of that yeah. sort of thing and Syrian especially has been good in the preseason. season surprisingly so I didn't expect him to I thought he cut oranges but he's happy. actually been he's been very good happy wife so happy life yeah <laughs> That's, so they say um, Cherry I mean Cherry now has a proper 5-8 partner uh, does he? we got yeah oh yeah and um, and we've actually got centres that are and walkers in the centres yeah. not going to try this the, the one thing that I still do not like this fucking hooking position <laughs> in the off season I hope that Uppy has learned to bullet pass left and left and right even one would be fine Uppy's Just, Zoolander Uppy fucking god especially when you have the the very good pre-season form of Cullen mm. 
who we who who came from the Titans via um, the Cowboy system and the, and the Cutters in Mackay. Yep, he was great in the nines. He's been great in uh, in his appearances in the trials. Um, I would like to see him uh, take the, that hooking yeah. position, or at, the, at worst, at absolute worst, I'd like to see him be like a bench guy and do like the Heathless Strange thing and be like a, a twenty minutes sort of hooker, like yeah, just okay. a change up kind of guy. Yep. I would love to see that. I'll, I'll give, <laughs> but that, that oh, just this fucking Matty Parcell thing. That, I'm that's just not, I'm just not over yeah, it. That's where I am with Manly. I've got you guys finishing thirteenth again, and it's only because for every for every green that you've got, you let a a, a Matty Parcell go. You know, for for every yeah. for every smart move that seems to be like, okay, now Walker can do what he does. You've got fucking dick fingers next to him. <laughs> yeah. Like the thing, these are the things that concern me about them. the things that please me about the manly side are the um, the the hope the hopeful reemergence of of uh, of, of Sirenin. Cherry Evans finally having someone a partner in crime, so that he's not the only the sole focal point of attack and can just be shut down because <laughs> the team just know they just have to fucking get to him and there's nothing else doing. Yeah. The fact that Walker can do his thing in the centres, I like Brian Kelly in the centres as well. The things I find... The th- there's two things that aren't pleasing to me. It's Appy as a hooker and it's fucking Uate in the club. <laughs> <laughs> I had hope that Uate wasn't as shit as I thought he was going to be. I had... I was... I, I'm not going to go so far as to say I was going to give the guy the benefit of the doubt. Like, I, but, turned, I turned the All-Star game on and just as I did, he did something fantastic. I don't remember... I don't, that was, must have been like one thing because... And I jumped up on Twitter and gone, fucking Uate, he's great. And everyone's gone... Nah, man, he just did this. <laughs> I think you, I, maybe it was a time when he sort of saved the try or something like. Yeah, but mate. then, then there was. The, oh, he's bad. He's so fucking bad. Yeah. Like he's his manager is a fucking genius for for getting him employment out of reserve. Yeah. And look, I think Manly going to have to eat some some hard losses due to try scored under high balls out wide on the, before they wake up to themselves. I, I think that if, if you're if this season can be a nil sum game for you guys. Look then, I expect I ex- that's a good outcome. I, ex- I expect them to to uh to improve as I said and uh, I, I and while I would like to predict an undefeated premiership season. You've got a pretty soft draw. I'm going to be I'm going to I'm I'm going to be content and I'm going to put them in at ninth. Yeah. Which was the first year I've ever predicted them to finish outside the finals, but they need to they need to climb up and uh, let's just call it a pleasant surprise when they get the minor premiership. Here's, here's the, the thing: you guys have a really soft draw. Well, of course we are. Look, have you seen the other fifteen teams? <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> we're playing South, in an hour off for God's sake. Newcastle Warriors. The thing is, before round one, you can't really start talking about a soft draw thing because you just don't know. You just not, don't know yeah. how a team's going to come together. Okay. Teams could surprise. Newcastle might be fucking <laughs> like these Raiders fucking revelations of 2017. <laughs> <laughs> so, no. yeah, no. no. Um, um, so, who's that? Souths. Okay, Souths. Look, I, I expect Souths to, to miss the finals again. Yep. I, 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 I kind of see them finishing about the same to be perfectly honest yep. I'm looking at uh, I'm, I'm looking at teams like the Roosters and Parramatta and Manly who, who finished behind them uh, last season mm-hmm. who I expect them to to improve over the top of them there are a couple of teams that I expect to swap places with them though as well so I think I think you know 12th 12th 13th is probably where I see the Rabbits to be yeah. honest uh, who knows with a real hooker 
how they go though. Yeah, superstar representative, like a, a god of representative football. <laughs> as long as the games aren't close enough, requiring a field goal for victory. Yeah, look, it's probably nice that Robbie could go to training, and I'd have to duck out every ten minutes to move his car. How funny is it in the game against the Dragons and like then Farris is on the board first try. Um, Good to see. I want Farris. Like I'm no, I'm no, I'm no fan of Robbie Farris. Has been made abundantly clear over the years. However, call you a detractor. Yeah, I think you'd be fair in saying that too, I think, uh, my good fellow. However, I hope he fucking kills it this year. Yeah, I'd like I'd, I'd like to see him do well at club Rub level. that ferret's face. I, I would like to fucking s- just stipulate that. I would like to see him do well at club level. Mm-hmm. At club level. Laurie Daly, you fucking no clue cunt. Um, yeah, I had South in exactly the same place. Hostility. The... There's only a couple of places that, that Souths um, can be strong this year. One of them's obviously their forward pack, and that let them down last year. Yep. So if, if those guys actually realise how fucking big they are and, and what happens when they move at a decent pace, then then Souths can, can almost play a, a Canterbury-Bankstown style of, of game yep. off, those, off those guys. Um, and the other thing that I think will very strongly determine where they finish is if Greg Inglis has come back uh, as Greg Inglis does, 10, 15 kilos over and, you know, still an amazing player, uh, but but not the best Greg Inglis he can be right from round one. Sure. He's hampered a lot by injuries too. I mean, like, I, I would assume that now he's pretty much clear, right? He's He would consider himself 100% fit. Yeah, you'd assume so. Yeah. We'll see that. Um, but you know, again, dragons, unbelievably eleventh. Yeah. Although there was a bit of a log jam down around there at the end of the season. Now, and and they did cop like Cronulla twice after Origin. Uh, yeah, they had the, they had the, the epitome of the soft draw yeah, really, that's... especially through that Origin buy period. Um, and still won by two points. <laughs> <laughs> this was the other team I was talking about with Newcastle. Yep. That I struggled to find for the spoon. I'm going to put him in 15th. Uh, this is a team that, for 2017 anyway, hasn't recruited amazingly. They appear to be coming to their senses on Dugan, though. Yeah. From what you see in the media. Is that I they, love that. Uh, I do love the fact that they don't, they, they're not really prepared to show him the money because he's not showing them the talent. <laughs> yeah. Well, the ability. Also positional. I, I like yeah. the fact that they've come out and said, um, you know, in the market at the moment, yep. a centre is worth this much, yeah. and a fullback is worth this much, and we don't want him as a fullback, so we're yep. going to offer him centre money. Mm-hmm. So, and to be fair, I mean, if that's that's where they they, they want to use him, that's where they yeah. they were the ones that kind of initiated that switch, right? Yep. So, but, uh, this is t- it's totally fair enough. I just feel, and it's funny, like teams are teams are full of hope at the start of the season, but there's one the one group of fans that is just. Sh- Total pessimism is Dragons. Yeah. It's the Dragons fans. How bad is your club when you can punt Benji Marshall and get worse? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, dra- yeah, I had Dragons 15th as well. 15th, okay. And, and, look, and it could swap 15, 16. I think that it could be interchangeable. Last year, when we were doing the season preview, I was sort of 
I wasn't banking on it, but I was uh, the the hopeful point for Newcastle fans was, you know, all this youth maybe maybe they'll they'll come along quicker than expected. As it turned out, they didn't, yeah. and they were shit. You've got to be a special kind of team to use youth. But, yeah, but well, the thing is, and we'll get to we'll get to your team. You also need the oldest young team. <laughs> <laughs> the oldest young team. But um, yeah, like like they could this year. This could be the year. Another year under their belt. You know, they this could be a year where they make some yeah. strides and get up top. But uh, I think the Dragons will be there or thereabouts. I think with um, the, I think the Dragons will be a little a fair bit above Newcastle. I think Newcastle will be down there by themselves. Um, with, with players like Dugan Aiken, um, yeah. uh, has DeBellin cut his man bun off yet? I, I I cannot even recall. Okay, well, fuck him then. Um, didn't he fucking lose the man bun though? Didn't he? Did he, he lost at the tail in the season, didn't he? Oh, fucking good on him. I'm sure he lost at the tail in the season. Him. Maybe not. All for him. Fucking Dalian winning season from him this year. <laughs> um, I, I think there's just a little bit more class in um, in St George than there is. There is, but there's still not much. You know, there's definitely more, but not much. You look, you, you know, you, you're going to have a lot in common with with St George fans. You've, you've got an ex Bellamy half. Yeah. Bought him, thinking he's going to be fantastic. Yeah. And then he'll just join that stable of Storm players. Pro- problem is, he's not he's not playing a lone hand. He's not got Benji with him, and this and and nobody this year. This know, year's a placeholder year for the Dragons. Good. They're looking forward to the Hunt era. Green, Green gonna he's gonna join that stable of Melbourne players that have left Melbourne and done really well. How many players are in that stable? I'm sure there's thousands. Yeah, we're just not thinking about them. <laughs> tenth Warriors. I have them finishing tenth again because the Warriors are the Gunner Warrior. I expect them to have some incredible, impressive victories this year. Yep. I expect them to lose games that they should never in a million fucking years lose. I expect them to not capitalise on the origin period. I expect them to shit themselves three quarters of the way through the year because that's what they do and that's what they've always done. Yep. And uh, so they shall until the end of time. Unachievement I, I professionals. Have, I have the Warriors claiming eighth spot on for and against. Oh, fuck, you've gone that granular, have you? Yep. Are you talking, is that on your simulation where each team won by one point? No, no, no. I'm saying I, I have them I have them finishing eighth. Yeah, but equal uh, on points with someone equal else. Equal on points, okay. getting their for and against. Yep. Based on, on the fact that they're going to have um, RTS back. Yep. Even though you're never quite the same after you um, fuck yourself in the way he did. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to have for and for some games. Maybe not all the games. Um, and and there, there's a, a again that that hope thing that if they can pull together that key group of maybe Isaac Luke remembers that he doesn't just have to be a, a grubby cunt. Yep. And actually, what made him successful at Souths? Um, they've got points in them. Uh, absolutely. You know, so so I, th- I think they'll they'll scrape into the eight and then get bundled out. Finals week one. Ninth place last year, West Tigers. Where do you have them this year? I got ninth again. Ninth again? Yep. Look, statistically speaking, <laughs> that's a pretty good <laughs> I can I can only find a place for the Tigers plummeting down the table to 14th. Wow. I feel I feel that... <laughs> I, I hate JT as a coach. I hate JT as a coach. I feel like they're going to have... They're going to be like the Warriors, except with less depth. 
And I feel like if something happens to someone key, their season could come apart in a bad that, fucking way. That's what I was just going to say. Having said that, if they have that, that dream season that teams typically tend to do when they win a premiership, yep. where the injuries and everything goes, I have no doubt they've got the ability to, to easily finish in the eight. Yeah. However, I just feel the way that rugby league goes... Yes. I don't think that that's going to happen for them. And uh, and I, I apologise to Tigers fans because yeah. I feel bad for you. No, I, I feel I've, bad. This happens. This is going to happen to you. I've got the Tigers in ninth, and they will be a victim of their own success um, because of who they lose during that Origin player, uh, that Origin period. I think that will be the difference between them making the finals and not making the finals. Yep. Um, so if I were you, Tigers fans. I would really start campaigning for Woodsy to decline origin selection. <laughs> um, keep him at your club. You know, do, do what's best for you. Fuck, fuck New South Wales. Keep Aaron Woods out of state of origin mm-hmm. and you'll make the eight. Yep. Guaranteed. So, yeah, but um, you're right. If one of the... If they have a situation like with you where they have an injury, like not even a Penrith level one. I mean, I think Penrith have sent the benchmark for recent history like Manly have had some bad, some pretty bad ones the last yeah. few years but Penrith I think have set the real benchmark for how a, t- a complete season can our be dismantled and obliterated by injury our packet of biscuits was that bad you would drive back to the supermarket to return it yeah all Wests need are a couple of broken ones that it's okay to yep. you know <laughs> um, and I mean it's weird to you know, place the team on a ladder um, you know, trying to think of that potential shit that you know may not come yeah. I think they can finish as high as fifth I'll, I'll, I'll give them that I'll give you I'll give them that hope but um, I don't think they're. I don't think they're, they're even on their best day. I don't think yeah. they're going to be up around the top four. I'm, but I'm yeah, still struggling to the see the downside how, is very down. I'm struggling to see how the the pressure keg mm-hmm. that is. We have our big four, self named by the Tigers. Yeah, that pressure keg isn't an issue for them because someone has to be getting the feeling that they're the one that's on the outer and. Because they're not going to keep all four. Yeah, that's right. I'd say I'd say they won't even keep all three. There we go. But so who leaves with these little millennial? I can't stand feeling unpleasant at any stage of my life. Fuck stains. <laughs> that's got to be some Melrose Place shit, and I reckon that's also a contributing factor. All right. To no uh, non potential. Titans finished eighth, as we discussed last time. Yep. I've got them sixth. Sixth. Holy shit! I've got them eleventh. Okay. I don't. I, it, it's it's going to take a while for the Titans to 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 make me believe. Put it that way. Yeah. And I mean, and a product of that is, of course, my completely frivolous putting Manly into ninth place. <laughs> <laughs> look, I, I I can look. I admit it. We should note this should should not be used to um oh, yes. betting advice. Someone so someone tweeted and said, you know, have you got any uh have you got any discreet you know, discreet advice for for gamblers? I said, yeah, you want to turn a small for you want to you want to win a, a small fortune? Get if a we start fortune. start with a large fortune and listen to listen yeah. to our tips. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't don't listen to that. Don't, whatever you do, please don't. Um, now, I just I, I just wonder about the Jared Hayne thing. It felt like they got worse. Yeah. As electrifying as 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 Hayne can be, and as fantastic promotionally his signing was. Yes. Um. It was it was a coup. I feel like increased their real estate empire significantly. Yeah. I feel like the I feel like they 
their team got worse at the exact wrong time of the year. Yeah. As a result of it. See, Nathan, I would rather light a candle than curse the darkness. In in the words of a uh, another famous podcaster, I think you know as we said discussed before, no rugby league team likes change. Yes, be, be it what should be a good change or a bad change. Yeah. At the immediate time of the change, it's never ever good. And then if that time happens to be like you know, a couple of weeks out, that's from it. Finals, then and yes. so they still manage to win games and and play through and acquire real estate in Campbelltown with with you know, adapting to that change. And you you put that on top of the fact that they had some other change with some mid season signings. Yep. I think this year with a full preseason behind Hayne, uh behind Connie, uh Ryan James, as long as he's kept going to his barber, destined for Dally M fame. Keep it yeah, keep off the uh um, keep off the sidelines. Keep out of the bad books. So I I think that they will be a better team having a, a full preseason and a full season together. They get LG back. You've almost convinced me. It's just that I'm just struggling with some of the other like teams you, that have got again, the eight. Like whether how, how can a team punt Tyrone Roberts and get worse? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like I want to I want to believe in the Titans. I do, mm. but I'm just looking at the team the teams above them, and I'm just like, well, who do I? Put them over the top of. Look, at a, at a current as a current Titans member, yes, I feel that my selection is um, both optimistic and based in reality. <laughs> so you should have gone eight. If you've gone eight, <laughs> I can believe that. Doggies finished seventh last year. Mm-hmm. I've got them plummeting. Yep, twelfth for mine. Oh, I got them fourteenth. Oh, Jesus Christ! Is it? okay. Wow. Yeah. The thing with the dogs is. That they have all of these ingredients that are fantastic, but they're just missing some. <laughs> they got this delicious cake, but where's the fucking eggs? Like, <laughs> oh, see, I where's where's the where are they scoring points? You've softened. Where's in, the quality? You've softened in the off season. Have I? I was I was waiting for. Here's my bowl. Here's my ingredients. Where's the fucking oven? <laughs> or. You know, it's like, but, but I'm, 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 I'm having trouble tracking this metaphor though. Yeah. Who's who's the who's the oven? Well, here's my bowl. Here's my ingredients. Oh no, I've got AIDS. <laughs> like, just look. I feel like they've got a quality <laughs> chef at the reins. I think Desi is. I think Desi's still a great coach. Come back, Desi. But <laughs> if you want, to, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but. I just don't see where the points are scored for this side. I mean, they've got that big rumble trucking forward thing that they do. And on its day, like that game against, was it the Broncos, where they were just fucking offloading and just and looking majestic? Cassi- Cassiano was oh. flipping over the fucking try line. If they could do that every game, wow. Yeah. But there's no chance in fucking hell they do that every game. There's no chance in hell they do it more than twice. Yeah, exactly. Against like someone like Newcastle or something. Um, that style when it works it, it, it really fucking works but you still need guys in the skill positions yeah to handle things and I just don't think that they've got them they've picked up Simon Wolford's kid as a hooker so is he as much a germ right? as he's fucking he can kick goals yeah okay he was I... that wasn't a problem that, that Holland Potato out in the week. No, he did that fucking once. The cunt did that once. Beat Penrith. And then never kicked the goal again. Like, 
fucking myth. Um, he's 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 quite bad though. But <laughs> he's he's not good. No. <laughs> not good. Very, but he's but he's but he's playing. He's very he? bad. Um, so look, it was no no secret that that you know, what you said was one hundred percent spot on. They they didn't have any playmakers. They didn't have a kicking game, mm-hmm. and their hooker was absolutely fucking clueless. So yeah. what? What Canterbury should have done last year, um, as Perm and I agreed on, is um, fuck Lycroft. Yep. Move Reynolds into nine. Yep. And shop for a fucking kicking half. Be it a six or a seven, it yep. doesn't fucking matter anymore. And you would, and there was a lot of talk about you know potentially they would be you know seeking out and 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 maybe acquiring one of the West Tigers halves. Yeah. Which comes down to what you are talking about before, about you know how many they're going to return. But it, even to have, you know, for, for Des to be able to go to the board and say, look, fucking Ben Hunt's off, mm-hmm. and and the Dragons are looking at him, he will surely come to us before the Dragons, if we can match. Yeah. Uh, or even get unders for him. But I need somebody who can kick a football. Yep. And if all you add to that Canterbury team is someone that can kick for touch, like almost like what Sauer did yeah, yeah. with Penrith, he was never going to win him a premiership. Yep. But there were so many games just off the back of his boot and field position. And just controlling it, just like pinning yeah. things there. Um, but they've chosen to remain with fucking Mbop and yep. fucking the brokest NRL half, now that tripping can be fined. Well, yeah, brokest, but they're playing a lot more. I mean, we did talk about that, but... that And I'm glad you mentioned that, because that was one at the time I thought I thought to myself... I love that system. Oh, if a, if a player can just you know one of those stupid fucking things where they get hit with a week, if they can just turn that into to yep. a cash payment and play, yeah, brilliant. But remember when tripping was like the fucking worst thing. It is a there was like cunt of an stabbing ad. a guy with your boots, yeah, with your tags, eye gouging, cutting someone's fucking jugular vein with <laughs> on the field, <laughs> then tripping. Yeah, and it was like. Oh, if he's done for tripping, that's you know he's gone for yeah. blah blah blah. But now tripping's like you know now from three fifty. There's apparently <laughs> there's apparently a defined tackling style where you can stick out an arm and a leg together. Yep. To to affect a tackle. Yep. So if if someone I'd be just, drilling that if I was yeah was, yeah you, you, yeah just just for the just to make it look legit. You've, you've got Bellamy's playbook in you. Yeah. 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 You'd have to. That's storm all over it. Um. Yeah, I I don't think the dogs have... It's easier to coach him to stick an arm out than it is for him to stop sticking his leg out, in my opinion. Well, here's that thing. You stick an arm out, you're going to do time anyway. Stick an arm and a leg out, and you're attempting to make a tackle. You were just beaten for pace. Exactly. It's retarded, so... But the, so, yeah, suffice to say, the dogs are going to have a terrible season, and gee, their fans do get very cranky. Yeah. It's going to be a very negative... I don't want to be... The, if, if, if the, the, the digi I don't want to be this year is the dogs. Yeah. They're the one this year that's going to fucking cop it badly. <laughs> yes. Where were we? Penrith, sixth last year. Yep. I reckon that Penny, I reckon on the minor premiership, I have them finishing as high as second. Really? Given an injury-free year, <laughs> I, and I, I understand that is a big ask, you are a fucking historically speaking. You're a being for jinxing us like that. <laughs> I, I think they could finish as high as, as high as second. And 
the, the it's very been very painful for Penrith. Those injury those injury riddled seasons are painful, but yeah, now you're starting to reap the rewards of them because the ben- well the you know the, the silver lining to seasons like that is you have to blood an incredible amount of players yeah. ahead of the when you you know their development schedule they and when you expected to bring them on, and now these guys are young players. <laughs> these young men. <laughs> Young, so young. With a youthful exuberance. Full of youthful exuberance. Also have NRL, official, legitimate NRL experience far beyond their years. In in all seriousness, you know, they're not bad problems to have at at Penrith at the moment, depth-wise, when when you have two... That's the other thing, too. You conjured up a fucking lot of depth, too, because you had to use, like, 400 players a year. So, like, we've currently got two, two New Zealand representative backs who aren't guaranteed of starting spots round one. Yeah. And, and that's not the worst problem to be in. Send that uh, one too. Pretty much worst case scenario, you, you're going to free up some, some cap room when one of them comes to you and says, I'm not playing first grade, I've had an offer from yep. um, whoever. So th- there's a win all round. Um, but I like that we haven't changed um, the, the core of what we do. Um, I like that we're going back to, to Mary Martin in the halves yep. and putting Cartwright back on the edge. Uh, and, and I've said it to a lot of Penrith fans, but if, if we keep that um, yeah, Cartwright, um, Blake and, and DWZ together, you know the, they have a history together and that's where you get that, well, we've just been playing together for so long, that's an advantage over, over um, ad hoc built, Yep, professional sides. Um, there's that fucking samurai thing. I'm I'm yet to be convinced that that was in any way a good move, except for the fact that through um, the pressure of one Nat Sinclair, he has cut off his man bun. Well, and she has accepted full credit <laughs> for that. Um, I got us fourth, and that's only because there's there's three teams ahead of us that I can't see as having the maturity of. Yeah. Um, but I've got us finishing fourth. Wow. Okay. I, th- I thought I thought you were gonna. It is a different era. Stepdad's a realist. <laughs> uh, I didn't say we, I didn't say we wouldn't win the premiership. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, in the minor premierships. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, fifth was, last year was, were the Broncos. Yep, and uh, as it turns out, I have them about the same. Yeah, I got them seventh. I think that I think that the Broncos had some fucking lapses. Yep, that ordinarily they were just surprising, surprising to me. And they started off red hot, and then they fell into a. You know, they they had this. I mean, like it's not unusual from the fall into a hole at some stage of the season. No, they do but, have their slumps. But I just felt this one was. It just seemed. It was just, it was just kind of strange, strange yeah. to see. I don't think we'll see a repeat of it. Here's the thing: when you look at Broncos and how they will start, mm-hmm. they don't have it easy. So they're going to cop for the first um, four rounds. Mm-hmm. They've got Cronulla, Cowboys, Storm, Raiders. Yeah, and based on 2016, that's pretty fucking. That's a pretty there, decent. There is quality. a distinct possibility of the Broncos being. Nil and four. I don't think they will be though. I understand intellectually there is a possibility um, of that happening, but I don't think I don't think that. that yeah, would be no, the case. 
my thing with the Broncos is, and, and this is just from, from words I'm getting from people associated with the club, yep. is that the culture is vastly different. Now... Based on what, well, exactly? Okay, so the Broncos' success, if you look at the Broncos' success, even though they had star-studded, um, thoroughbred teams, mm-hmm. as if they had a club yeah. of thoroughbreds, that yep. was the reason they were yep. winning yep. lots of, of premierships. Um, but th- it still required them to win games they shouldn't have won. Yep. When there were those times when everyone was injured or state of yep. origin was on, yep. they, they still won that. And that was that culture of almost, you know, uh, do anything for the bloke next to you. Take a bullet for them if necessary. Yep. Everyone does everything and you leave nothing out there. And I tried to explain this to a Broncos fan the other night. Corey Parker was the last link to that culture. Okay. And they didn't have the brain cells. That all they thought I was saying was because Corey Parker's gone now, the Broncos won't be good. Yeah, yeah. and not actually picking up what you were saying about yeah. why, so, why so the rationale why. It, yeah, it's a, a cultural thing. Um, and these days, you know, you you have players who are more prone to going into sulks on the field. Yep. Um. So I, I don't think that that hard as nails win when you shouldn't culture at the Broncos is there anymore. I've still got them finishing seventh, okay. just just based on the the fact that they've got lots of points in them. They've got a very good forward pack. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I think uh, it's almost rebuilding time. Okay. Unless Ben. I think plays. that's that's incredible troll bait right there. It's fucking rebuilding time. Come on. Look, I want to kick Brisbane as much as the next guy. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but come on. Uh, fourth last season, uh, North Queensland Cowboys. And uh, as I look across, um, I say fourth again. I think, I, I thought two years ago, I thought the window was closing, but I think the, I think they're still, I think the window is still good for at least another year. Yep. For the Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, I think they're still going to be right yeah, if they if they can stay injury free, I think they're still going to stay. They're going to be right in the in, in the middle of it. Yeah. Um, Let's just put a blanket statement out there. Okay. All these predictions are based on a team staying injury free. Well, that's it. You got to look at the best both, the best case scenario, we've right? Both, we've both said that at, at every team. But it's because it's because you you just you just have to because it, like some teams like I feel that you guys this year are fairly well equipped depending on the position are fairly well equipped to deal with a moderate injury crisis. Yeah. But then, you know, you know, again, quotes. Yeah. Okay. Tigers devastated. Yeah. Manly, if they have injuries to the out to the backs, yeah. devastated. Like there are teams who just can't fucking like oh, yeah. support it. But, Except um, maybe with the dogs, they could get better if people get injured. Yeah, you know, so. you know, might have to try something. The one on earth, something you never know. Yeah. But North Queensland Cowboys, I think I think the window's still there. I think there's no reason why they can't compete at a at a very high level and challenge. Yeah, be one of those teams that really does challenge for the title. Yep. Um, I got the Cowboys finishing fifth. Just based on the fact that I think as, as each post-grand uh, final year goes on, there's a little bit less drive in JT. And that's nothing conscious. It's nothing he's doing badly. It's just... It, it's so hard to maintain that level of fucking intensity yeah. for that period of time. And he did it for so long leading up to their maiden premiership. Yep. Um, they've lost Tamau. They've lost um, the fucking albino cunt, Mormon, Hannon. <laughs> albino <laughs> Um, and and they've they've got an, enough of these young guys coming through, like that Ponga kid. They're going to have what have they got him for one year? Yeah, yeah, and I, and I don't think they're 
I think I, I think they might bury him. Yeah. I think they might bury so... him just out of spite. <laughs> Unless injuries force them to bring him in. What if there's an NRL precedent for and I get that one for spite? And I get that. I, I totally get that. Yeah. Like I I get like, fuck you, why we develop this guy is so green, he's very talented, obviously, yep. supreme talent. Yep. But why am I gonna give him Play twenty plus games to. of experience yep, exactly. to develop him when he's already gone for years? But in the current NRL climate, yep. um would you not also think, fuck, if we can put this kid on a team and have him win some games with JT and get to the finals, he could... Uh, Backflip him. Yeah. <laughs> no no contract is a contract these days. Yeah, that's true. That is know? true. Um, but I, just with, with the lack of lack of size up, um, the, the Cowboys outside guys uh, are, are a couple of years on as well. Um, so I think they'll still be a yeah. very. I still think side. they're one of those teams that's still like a like a, a step above. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, but they're a step below Penrith, according to your list. But yeah, okay. They're actually below Penrith on mine too. But yeah, because you, know, you know Penrith actually signed you know some astute signings, and I feel they've improved to go over the top. But mm-hmm. Cronulla came third in the minor premiership last year. This year I have them sixth. I think I feel that Ennis. It's um, it's not it's, it's not like some fucking astute observation to say that they're going to miss. He was a, a he was a he was a key part, he was yeah. a critical component of their success. It's the you know, no shit, but he really is, and I don't think they've thought it through. Yeah, and I and I, I See, in terms point, of succession though, and to your point, there aren't a a huge amount of multi club premiership winners. Yeah, you know, and and Ennis to to do that. Yeah. There was a lot of times when they win premierships, like Cameron Smith. Yeah. He's won lots of premierships because they kept that whole club together and it was yep. a dynasty and yep. things like that. You know? And Ennis maybe a little underrated. Look, maybe I think he, he, he's underrated because he never really achieved anything at representative level. But I think as, like a, yeah. as, a, as a, a club-level guy, I mean, you, you can't deny how important he is to teams over full-length seasons. Yeah, definitely. Like, it's, it's just a fact. I, I don't think they've... You know, it probably wasn't a case of poor planning, but there were opportunities out there in the marketplace, I thought, where they could get a guy, you know, like a reasonable you know, reasonable chance of... I would have liked to see him get Farah. That would have been hilarious if they had got Farah. And he wins a And he wins a premiership. <laughs> Fucking... <laughs> I would have eaten. I would have fucking copped. I would have copped the sharks winning back to back, just just for the fallout from that happening. From Farrah Farrah getting getting another premiership. That it just it, it, yeah, it, it just so delicious. <laughs> that would have been yeah, it would have been amazing. But you know, alas, they didn't. No. Um, and I just I think they're gonna they're gonna lose a bit. And that's not the sole the, the the sole reason. I think they there's a lot that goes into winning a premiership, and so and a lot of the times the team just it's just it has some magical shit around them at the right time. Yeah, gotcha. That gets and and I just think that they they benefited a lot from, and I just, I think it's going to be hard to hard to get back from that. Barber was another thing. I mean, Barber was he he wasn't like the, this this amazing revelation for them the whole season. But fuck, he did some great things. There were a lot of games key times. where he turned. Yep. Just just with his speed, with with his ability to cut defences and and confuse them. And Beal, in no way, 
shape or form resembles anything. As as we were talking um, before the show, I petition that Bill's new nickname is Mythbuster. <laughs> and yeah, well, yeah, for the purpose of obviously he, he busted the, the myth of... Uh, Darren Lockyer. Darren Lockyer being a committed player to his team. Yep. This Busted that myth wide open, you could say. Yeah. Back in, what, 2011? Um, and this year he will bust the myth of the Sharks being a quality football side. Done. Canberra finished second last year. I've got them third this year. Just before that, I oh, sorry. the Sharks will finish oh, third. Go. Third. 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 Yep. Third. Third. Okay, I'm not. And, ke- and I agree with everything you've said on the sharks. I'm not keeping track of what of which teams you have where. So I'm okay. So I think I know. I think our top two are going to be. Well, no, they're going to well, be different. But yeah. I think my, I know what your top two yeah. is going to be. So yeah, the, the only reason I've got the sharks third, and I, I agree in in principle with most of everything you just said there. I think the losses that they've had. I think I think it's the Cowboys and the Broncos will be better than they are without the play. You know, you know, than the team. That, yeah. yeah. So that's that's. Um, but see, I'm I'm also around. Well, I. I can't find anyone to be definitively higher than the Sharks. Not the Cowboys? Not your boys? No. Hmm. I, I, right. I, I said to you earlier in the show, Penrith fans know very well not to come out and start fucking crowing too early. Right. It's so not, It's not crowing off your confident good season. Mm, no. So second last year was the, the Raiders, and uh, this year I have them third. Yeah, okay. And that's as more as a product of of Penrith improving to take the second position to show the way got Penrith. Yep. So um, not so much as a sign of them you know, getting worse at all. Yep. I think they'll be. I think they'll be great again this year. I hope yeah. they're great again because they played some awesome football last year. More so than a lot of clubs, Canberra does also have that on the basis of them staying fit. Yes. Um, yes. Austin is the key. And that and and that that Croker thing. Stars. Oh, I was. Oh. Yeah. Because when, when remember when he first they're like, oh, this is you know this is like ACL or something like he's. Yeah, he's, he's gone. Like, the season's and gone. And I, was, and I was like, oh, that poor cunt. And then it turned out to be what did he end up? Did he only end up being like about an eight weekend, didn't it? Like it was a. Yeah. It, something out or did it, something. It was know. um the the misdiagnosis. The doctor he like the it had a big name, but it was basically an overactive tear duct. The doctor just doctor just thought by the amount of tears it was ACL, so that's why he came out. Um, but and as yeah. it turns out, it was really just a See, I, I got Canberra taking the minor premiership this year. Well, um, I am stunned to see it. I'm, stunned mm. to I, I had, I'm putting it out there. I deduced who your last two teams were, but I did not expect that order. Now, it, it's also just a little bit of a middle finger for all of these people out there that are saying that Canberra are their dark horse. They're not a fucking dark horse. They pretty much announced their shit last year. Yeah. Well and truly. They are a genuine contender. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, Everyone expects it. The Roosters making top four. That would be a dark horse. Yes. You know? Um, so Mainly I... having undefeated premiership. That would be a dark horse. <laughs> Jesus well, that would be a fuck. unicorn because it doesn't fucking exist. <laughs> <laughs> so you see how realistically... Um, how unbiased I am this season? Exactly. So... I, I just think that the the attacking power they had on the edges yep. will leave a lot of teams out. They had a good mix of size, um, but if if their halves can stay fit and together for the full year, uh, Canberra got a lot of dominance in them, and that home ground advantage they have during winter where it's 
cold as fuck and also boring as fuck. And lots of teams will, you know, like if you're close to going extra time with Canberra in Canberra, team teams will tank the game, and I don't yep. blame them. Yeah, get the fuck out of there. Right. So. Here, minor premiers. So that leads to me, minor premiers. Uh, the minor premiers last year, the storm. I don't know quite know what's happening with Beery yet, but if he's back, back, then it's kind of like the old gang, like one last time. Let's fucking strap on the plastic one more time. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that would happen, except it's going to be more like a skit show. And if it doesn't happen. Then Munster goes back to fullback and and tears it up just same same as he did last year, and they're still yeah. fucking solid as hell. So what do you do with Munster in the meantime? Well, he's in the halves. You play him in the halves. They're playing him in the fucking halves. No, no, halves. you. Well, I, I I don't know what else you would do with him. I mean, well, you know, he, he has the skill to play in the halves, and so and given the loss of you know you lost Green and other, why not? Okay. See what happens. Yeah. Like I don't know what Billy Slater's year's going to look like. Yeah. How many games does he play? Maybe double digits. Yeah. Well, it's, in that case, it's it's kind of weird because they had their succession all in place. I mean, it was thrust upon them and Munster yeah. turned out to be fantastic and they and it was yeah. all good and the post-Beery era was yep. fucking solved. And then he's come back. And then now Munster yeah. loses the development, has to play in the halves, completely different it, situation. Yeah, it, it's a strange move. And so I wonder how much of a setback it is for his career, personally, because you would expect when, when Slater's gone, you, yeah. you'd, unless he's some kind of mega revelation in the halves, all of a sudden they're like, well, fuck, we've got to go shop a fullback now. Yeah, Next time. It. You would think he'd drop back at the end of Slater's career. You know, and then this will be, will be the end for Slater, right? But again, even a year in the yeah. halves. Yep. Your workload's different. Mm-hmm. Your, where you're looking on the field is different. Mm-hmm. The the position, I'd, it it's a it's a tough move. Yeah. To go halves to fullback. Yep. It's a piss easy move to go fullback to halves. Any fucking retard can do it. So he's going to have to relearn <laughs> that that positioning. Yep. Um, yep. And if you remember, Bellamy was it Bellamy that was the one that fucked Hain off out of fullback at Origin, and just said. His positional play is, is not where it should be. Yeah. And because that's one of the things that Craig Bellamy praises most highly, and you can see yeah. it in Billy Slater. Yeah. Like he was the best positional fullback yeah. that that you've seen. Um. I, they've they've lost a little bit of try scoring ability, but they gain Addo Carr, who for some reason wanted to not join the Storm and stay at the Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he was in on the punt. Maybe. Maybe that's why he wanted to stay. Um, well, it's fucking free money if you know where the first <laughs> try score is coming from, right? <laughs> it's not really gambling when no. you actually can... With, 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 <laughs> if you predict the outcome like, to a certainty. Gunigugu. Yep. Breakout second year. I fucking hope so. Corabetti's gone. Yep. But Adokar's got speed to burn. Gunigugu was great for me in fantasy. Um... <laughs> That's fucking great. And now he's expensive. Yeah, he's not won't be returning to the All Stars this year, I don't expect. Um Yeah, I again I can't see Melbourne getting minor premiers, but I I think there'll just be enough Melbourne about Melbourne for them to be second. Yep. Okay, I I agree with, I agree with what you said. I'll go on the first, this is the way they, they fell. I don't I, you know, I don't discount 
the Panthers getting a minor premiership. Or the Raiders. Yeah. Or the Cows, for that matter, you know, under the right circumstances. But the two, injury and the way that... And all these teams at the top are in the same boat, pretty much. But it's just... It's injury-free seasons and the way they traverse the origin period. Because with, with success comes rapage during the origin and, period. And also a couple of never should have won that games. Yeah. Like, well, no, but that's, that, that's the good team thing, isn't it? It's like, but they find you, a way. No, 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 no. But do you remember, like, the Warriors last year? They came out and they were playing... Fuck, I think they were playing... I'm, I'm really anti-Brisbane this episode, aren't I? I don't... This, this and others. <laughs> um, I consoled a couple of their fans last year. Yeah. The, the, you know, the, the Warriors came out and, and the Broncos just happened to get the Warriors on the day that the Warriors just clicked. Yeah, yeah. And all realised their potential. Yeah. Like, it was just the only full Diamonds game yeah. the whole season and they were on the receiving end of it. <laughs> yeah. And it fucks you for and against... Yep. And it, and with so many teams at the bottom of the eight on the same amount of points, yeah. that yep. shit can be crucial. So Yep, agree. So there it is. Keep your money in your wallet. New segment for 2017, so we'll see how this goes. We'll uh, give it a crack anyway. Jay wants to call it the total package, and uh, the new guest co-host that we're hoping to have back every week, Nat Sinclair. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Now, a lot of people who listen to the show would be very well aware of you, given you're fairly active <laughs> on social media, and uh, and the ones who don't follow you on Twitter and, and so forth, they, they'd know, obviously, you know, in your in one of your chosen endeavors as a cheerleader and yes. uh, we just wanted to welcome get someone on the show that you know get the get the ladies that you know a women's insight into things and also we, we mm-hmm. as you know we had we've had discussions beforehand and we're looking at you know, thinking about you know like a rugby league agony aunt sort of situation and basically just get you on to field yeah. questions and things like that from from the listeners Within yep. reason, we'll vet. We'll heavily vet some of the questions. Within reason, <laughs> I think that we'll, we'll heavily vet the questions because who knows what's going to come in. Yeah. <laughs> we, we know our we know our audience. <laughs> yes, and so do I. You and do. yes, within reason is good. You do. So, um, I guess first thing, maybe uh, you've got the floor to uh, tell everyone about yourself a bit about yourself, what you wanted to know. Okay. Yeah, of course. So, um, yeah, as mentioned before, I am a Panthers cheerleader, but I'm not um, your typical cheerleader. I'm not just there to sit on the sideline and and look pretty. I really, really love the NRL, um, which actually has gotten me in trouble a few times with cheerleading because it's a bit excessive. Um, And um, so I've been a Panthers fan forever. And um, I always, always wanted to be a part of the club in any way that I could. So then when the opportunity came up um, to cheerlead, I was a dancer. So I took that opportunity and I've been doing it now for five years. So, um, yeah, that's what I do on the weekends. But during the day, I have just finished my law degree. So I'm about to become a lawyer in May. So I'm a bit of a mixed bag, but um, I really like both jobs as opposite as they are. I managed to land a job uh, working for one of our sponsors. At Penrith, so yeah, so they fully know everything about the cheerleading. They're very supportive. They're at the game sometimes. My bosses and I, I'm very, very lucky. Um, so yeah, it couldn't have um, worked out any better. So yeah, that's about me basically. That's that's me. In a and nutshell. it really works out well for us as well because like the like the chances of us requiring legal representation at some point. 
Please, can you be my we've, first we've client been when we, I we, we, we were threatened a couple of years ago by Anthony Watts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really? What for? I, I don't remember. What was he? I, I don't remember which time. He's a bit precious. I think he's. I feel like he's a bit precious. Was, yeah. I, I don't know what it was, but I remember he was getting a bit upset about. I think something was said on the Maddie John show before, and he's gotten upset about that yeah, too. I don't so. know which one it was. If it was the time, I don't think it was the time he yeah. bit the guy on the penis. It might have been. Yeah. It might have been the time oh, he no. allegedly assaulted his girlfriend at the time, or when he was around the Roosters. I think. And, um, yeah, yeah. one of the two. What a, what a stand-up yeah, human. Yeah, exactly. What a exactly. guy. <laughs> we got a DM one day. A, heard what you said about, you know, uh, my lawyers have been advised. Oh, my God. Only replied and said, uh, yeah, okay, cool. Knock yourself out. But, yeah, no, so that's, that's fantastic. Um, now, the, for the first, the, we don't have any uh, preloaded questions or anything. Obviously, the listeners are hearing about this segment for the first time today. So... Or this week, okay. I should say. So, what I thought I'd do is just get you to, as as Jay and I are doing as well, and nominating our uh, our top eight or our top uh, sixteen. If you have any thoughts about the upcoming yeah. season, uh, bias is obviously not a not a problem, and I think you'll be pretty safe this year. In fact, because I think I, I think so. you could be biased towards the Panthers, and I think that, <laughs> I think they'll probably go okay and not make I'm you look silly. So, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so hit me hit me with you. Did you do? Did you? do a 16 or you got your top eight sorted out i did a 16 but i probably just look my eight's pretty set and then my bottom's pretty set but in the middle it's just literally just i randomly added teams in so i'd probably just start with the eight because that's a bit more thought out um so eighth i've got Mm -hmm. the titans um they were really good last year until it all went to shit when Jared Hayne came, basically, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is unfortunate but true. I don't know what happened. They were doing so well. I remember they drew against the Sharks, who were, um, you know, a lot better than them on yep. paper. Um, and then Jared Hayne came and literally it all like, – they didn't, they didn't even win half their games with him, I don't, I don't think. Um, so I think they will do okay this year, though. I think Jay will have some time in the off-season to really kind of get it together yeah. again because he was a bit shaky last year towards the end. I also think having their halves fully fit and together, um, they're good players Good players up there. Um, I'm a massive fan of Ryan James. He's probably my favourite non-Panthers player. I think he's, he's just a weapon. He so um, I think him being in form like he was at the end of last year as well will help. And I, I don't know. I think their roster is too good for them to miss out again. So I think it, it should be okay. All right. There you with go. them at eighth. I don't think I had him in the eight. I think I had um, him slipping slightly, but but also yeah. the thing is... Look, it could go yeah, either and, way. And when you get to, in the position we're talking about, like from like 10 to 5, who knows? Yeah. It's just literally a massive muddle. I don't even know. Like, as I said to you earlier... Um, the top four, I've, I'm pretty yep. set on. And then the rest of them, I don't even know yep. what's going to happen. Okay, who you got for seven? So, yeah, I've got them there. Then I've got the Eels in at seventh. Um, I feel like everyone's forgotten about them over the offseason, but they were so good before they lost all their yep. points. And they were even good after yep. that. Um, they played with a lot more heart than most teams did when they were playing for something. And I know heart doesn't count for much, but it, it did it did help. And um, I think when they've got all that sort of stuff sorted, if they can keep all their players off the field behaving like normal human beings, that'll be good um, because they've got problems there when it for comes sure. to that. Um, you know, you see Corey Norman, that sort of thing. They need to get their shit together off yep. the field and properly focus. And if they do, they're, they're very talented. So um, I think they'll be there. I hope they're there. For their fans' sake, after last year's debacle. Yeah, and if you look at the the games, the games they won. I mean, without without losing those points, yeah, if they, if they hadn't have lost those points, they they would have finished well clear in eighth position and probably like two games oh, ahead of definitely the Titans. I think you know who ultimately ended up in the position. So, 
They did. And that eighth spot, honestly, was just like a battle of who's the best of a yeah. bad bunch at the end of last year. Um, it was just, I don't even, the Titans are very lucky to scrape in there, but it could have been the Tigers who then lost by 60 in their last exactly. game. Like, it was just, that eighth spot was definitely a figurehead position. So they were in there and they would have actually made the final series probably a little bit more competitive. Um, so I think they will be up there again this year. Um, I've got the Roosters coming in yep. at six. Which is probably a bit low compared to most people's ladders. I was checking mine, I think um, I had I had them eight. So that's actually it. I don't eight. understand the full hype for them to be the, like, I've, oh, then my god, they're going to win. Like, that's yeah, I think it's a bit. Expect- you can't go from zero to a hundred yeah. that quickly. Although the Roosters like, are they, known to they, they are known to yo-yo from better. the spoon to the premiership. Yeah, <laughs> aren't they just seriously? They did get better towards the end of last year, um, and obviously it'll be good this year. Actually, starting with a proper team and not having their their best player or their main player out, like Mitchell Pearce was at the beginning of last year. Um, but I guess we'll just see what the dynamics of the team are this year. They got Michael Gordon in, who I quite rate. I know he's a bit of a journeyman, but I, I quite rate him. He's quite safe, yeah. uh, good good goal kicker, and we've seen how many times games can be won and lost by goal yeah. kicking. Um, so I think that's definitely good for them to have there. They've got Latrell Mitchell, Connor Watson. I'm not sure if Connor Watson will be regularly playing first grade, but he yeah. should be, um, based on his trial form and just based on the nines. That was ridiculous what he did yeah. in that series. So um, I think that they'll be they'll be there. They'll be there. Um, so I've got them at six, but again, like that could be higher. I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, just have to see. Um, I've got the Sharks coming in okay. at fifth. I don't really know what to think about them at the moment. I. I you kind of lose a bit of time for anyone, any team that's won the previous year, especially after you've won, what, 50 years? They didn't that's win right. it for. It's, I feel like a lot of the time last year, that kind of wheel got them over the line. And now it's it's like, well, where did that wheel? It's, it's gone. You won it. You can go back for another 50 years yeah. and yeah. come I'm back. Yeah, on this real, like, Mick Ennis, you know, being a massive mm. loss and the difference between them, you know, getting through, you know, getting being competitive in those games where it's a real grind. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that without that leadership, that really strong leadership that he brought, um, I think that they might struggle a little bit. They've got great players apart from him. Don't get me wrong. I think Wade Graham's fantastic. I think he's a really good leader as well. Really, really good leader. I I don't like Paul Gallen. I'm not a fan. (laughs) I just can't wait for him to be retired, to be honest. (laughs) Sure, have another year or so. (laughs) He carries on a little bit. So I think that – I don't know if he's the world's best leader, Um, he does tend to give away a lot of penalties yeah. and things like that, and I don't think that's really good coming from a captain. And he does seem to blame everyone. He's a bit of a sulk. You, you don't want to see your captain sulking like he that. Is. Yeah. yeah, and it's like a, sometimes your team needs accountability, and he doesn't really yeah. offer that. Um, so I think that without Michael Ennis balancing that out, because he would offer that, um, they won't be as good as last year. But it's 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 hard to see them dropping that yeah. far um, with the team they've got. If if they all say fit, it's concerning that Valentine Holmes got injured in a mm-hmm. trial game. Um, because that just might be bad signs for him generally um, if he's going to get injured in- easily because he has had a bit of a run when it comes to injuries. Um, so if they can say fully fit, they're, they're there, but they're not, I don't think they're top yep. four. Um, top four. So I've got Cowboys fourth. I don't think Tamau will be that big a loss because he kind of didn't do anything for the entire season 2016 up there. <laughs> um, like, don't get me wrong, I'm so pleased that he's at Penrith because he was great in nines, but he really did disappear um, in, in a lot of those Cowboys games. I don't know if it was the fact that the, the team, the players around him were doing so well, so you can take the pedal off, but even he admitted recently that he, he yeah. wasn't his best. So I don't think they'll really miss him that much because he wasn't the 2015 timeout that you saw to help them win the Yeah, he the was unstoppable, you? Um, apart from that, yeah, they've got Ponga, who he needs to play first grade as well. Yeah, I think he's it's getting punished a little bit. Going to. 
I think so, 100%. How much first grade do you think I'm you'll sorry, see? I'm sorry, you're 18. Smart? Yeah. Look, depends. I think it depends how they start at the beginning yeah. of the year. If, if they start winning with that, he won't play at all if they don't have to. But I think if they, they start to need him or if someone gets injured, he'll see a little bit. But I think it's very petty yeah. if they don't I, play I can him totally understand that what, pettiness, though. I'm sorry, what, a 10-year-old? Yeah. <laughs> I can totally understand that pettiness. Wait, if I was a Cowboys, no if I was a Cowboys fan, I'd be like, yeah, why are we going to develop that guy? <laughs> I know, but like, it's a matter of like, are you going to win another premiership while he's there That's as right. well? And he's he's that good. He's that good. I, I, I'm not going to get on the, you know, the hype train, but he's that good. And I saw him in the finals last year and he was fantastic. And then in the nines this year, again, he was yeah. so good. So um, they should play him. I think they'll, they will get fourth. Their, their, their roster's too good yeah. not to. Um, I agree. So I had them in the same spot. Their finals uh, campaign last year was a bit of a flop. It was. They looked a bit. They, uh, the, 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 to win a premiership, you kind of need to have a little bit of a dream run, um, with a lot of things going yeah. right and injuries and, and so forth. And they, they just they looked a bit tired too. Yeah, they did. Especially the way they performed with the Sharks in yeah. that semi. That's not that's not finals no. football. Uh, they had that fantastic game against Brisbane the week before, which was really really good. And as much as that was an entertaining game. Like as quality-wise, it wasn't the world's no. best game. There was a few mistakes, and I know it was very entertaining for us to watch. But quality-wise, it wasn't that great. So I think that when they're coming up against the really guns this year, which used to be them, but now they're kind of faltering down a little bit. I don't think they'll win the games that they yep. used to. Um, so we'll have to see. Um, coming in third, I have the Raiders. So they were my first. They were my tip for first. And then I knew you can't take much out of trials, and I'm not one to do that. But any team that loses 44-0 to the Knights gives me concerns about the attitude. And I know they weren't playing a lot of their first-grade players, but this gives me strong concerns that any team can let another team score 44 points against them. Yeah, you put that much into trials? In any NRL game. Look, I, I think that you can get a lot from attitude yeah. from it. And coming from a Panther supporter, I've seen our success come from our attitude over the past few years. Um, so when I started cheering at Penrith, it was not looking good. We had just lost Jennings, Lewis, Gordon, and the attitude was really yeah. down in the players. And then you kind of you saw this belief and this commitment to the club that has led us to where we are now. And I feel you can get that from trials. You can get if someone, you know, if players go out and think, no, it's not just a trial game. We're going to show commitment in the jersey, even in these games that aren't important. And I just think getting getting whacked by 44 points is a, is a bit of a concern. Um, saying that, I still think they'll do really well because they 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 had not just been good last year. The year before, they didn't make the eight. They just missed start. They were showing some really yep. good signs. So it hasn't just been a one year run for them. They've they've been doing the groundwork for a while, and I really think they they could come first. They could win the whole thing, and I wouldn't be that sad if they did win the whole thing because you we all remember a time where players were um, getting close to signing with them and, and not signing or even signing and then reneging. Yeah, on and it. then they get the players um, as well. They develop. <laughs> they develop amazing players, uh, and you know, they, and, and yeah. then they'd get in some off-field thing, leave. and then they they kick, they do the right thing, and they kick them out, and then yeah. some other club picks them up and gets the benefit of the. And then next minute, they're the redemption yep. story, and they're winning Dalliums, and they're 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 getting all the support. And I don't know, I I, I would love to see them do well. I really would. Um, I remember last year when we went down for the final against Canberra. Um, the whole year, the whole week, we thought he was going to have no Austin and no Hodgson. I thought, here we go, like grand final bound. We've got this. We're going to Melbourne, you know, for the the next week's game. And then we went down there, and they both played. And from the second the kickoff happened, you just knew, you just knew they were going to beat us. And I just saw the way they 
they control that game. Um, they've got such good players all across the park. They've got great halves. Their centres are big enough to be second rowers. Um, they're just they're really good. They're a really good team, and I'd love to see them do really well. So I think they will be right up there. They'll be in the without a doubt. Without a doubt, I think they're probably the best bet, the safest bet for that top four, I would say, are the Raiders. Um, so then I've got Penrith coming second, um, which is hard to not say first, but I do think <laughs> the Melbourne Storm are, are going <laughs> to um, keep us at the post. I, I, yeah, I think, I don't know, if I, I don't want to go on because I'll be here all day, but um, I don't know, it's very exciting. It's very, very exciting. Um, I, I don't know, everything's just going well. Last year when we had that, that really good run, um, which was against really shitty teams, so I, I will say that, um, as much as it was a bit of a dream run, we, I think well, we beat Roosters, who were not good at the time, Tigers, Manly, hey. Knights. Like, it wasn't like we were beating Storm by yeah, 50 sure. every week. Um, but, but we did that with a makeshift 5'8", and with a very inexperienced halfback, our top three centres out. So I think having some, some really good players back, um, having Tamari back at 5'8", it doesn't just give us a player at 5'8", it gives us a back Bryce Cartwright in, Cartwright in the second So it's kind of like getting two players back to their, their full potential. Um, so that's that's exciting. And then obviously having Dean Murray, I really, really yep. rate. Um, so I'm happy that he's back in, in the centres. And I think everything else will just fall into peak, like fall into place. James Tarmel there, I think he looks really good in the nines. So I'm hoping that that kind of comes through. Um, we have also have quite an easy first few rounds. So I'm thinking that um, that will give us a bit of momentum and, you know, give us some confidence to hopefully string some wins against the bigger teams as well. So I think we will be up there. I agree. I I've got so. you in second as well. Uh, yeah, you got us in second. I think a lot of teams do. A lot of, um, a lot of eights yep. do. So I don't think we'll be good enough to um, beat the, the Storm in the Mark Premiership. Um, but I think we will be. I, I think we'll be there. So I really hope we are because I've been waiting a long <laughs> time, a really long time. I keep saying one more year here, like one more yep. year. And I've said it again this year. I've said one last year. And oh, I don't know what I'll do if they don't. So this, so this is, this is the testimonial year, though? I think so. I think so. I think all signs point to yep. yes. Um, as I said, even before, we, we did almost come last before, 2015, yeah. but that was, you know, as much, I don't want to pull the injuries excuse, but we did get absolutely ravaged with injury, and we had no Matt Moylan, and he kind of, I know other um, fans that aren't from Penrith don't quite understand the importance of him to our team, but he's everything. He's literally everything to our team. Um, we didn't have him until round six, I think, last okay. year. And as soon as he started playing, we started having some consistency, some leadership. He just, I don't know, he's hes a very, he's good in more ways than one. So he's a, he's a good captain. Um, him being at fullback means you're not worried about some other fullback making errors because he does make errors. And then he also offers a bit of like half creativity as well. Um, so if he stays fit, I think we're set. If he doesn't, I... So you think you think with him being the key piece, so, if he's if you lose him to injury at some stage, that's going to derail everything. Oh, I think that that could. I, I really do. Yeah, I do. Any other player, I, I probably would say say the same thing. Like as as you all know, Josh Mansour's out, and he's a fantastic player. He's just as good as a player as Matt is. But I think we have um, the depth to cover him to the best that we can. I don't think we can cover everything that Matt brings to that club. Um, so. Hopefully, fingers crossed, he's fit. So he did pretty well last year, staying fit. So I think he will be right. Um, 
but there'll be a lot of sad fans if he gets injured because we kind of have seen what happens for sure when that happens. So, so your first was the same as mine, Storm. Melbourne, yes. They're, how good are they? I feel like they're just never not going to be good because you think, okay, once Cooper retires, once Karen Smith retires, once Billy Slater retires, who do they got? And they come through and bring up the next big thing. It's ridiculous. I think yeah, it's just I everything. I, I, like, I hate them with every fibre of my being, but, like, yeah. but it's also because like, I'm, you know, I'm envious of the way that they can – I mean, A, they've kept those those players together, and then but they surround them with players who are just completely yeah. unheralded. Who wouldn't be probably good in and any they other system? Into... They just make them system players, no. and they just do a, a really simple How job. How many times and... do you see play? Yeah, like you see players go from other teams, absolute journeyman. You think, oh yeah, bye, see, I don't need you. Then they come down to Melbourne and they form part of this team, they're like vital parts yep. of a team. That you know, and it's ridiculous. I think that they've got really good attitude down there, um, and I think that. I think they run a really tight ship, and that comes through on the field. Um, I'm a big believer in your off-field affecting your on-field, um, and I think that too many clubs, you have uh, situations where the players are running the club, um, so they know they can pretty much do whatever they want, um, and they're going to be kept because of their status or because of them being the marquee yep. player or anything like that. And I think where you see players, uh, teams really come down on players for doing the wrong thing. I remember last year, Tyron Pichu, um, instead of just being fined for an indiscretion, they we needed him for that game because it was an or, it was during Origin yep. period. We didn't have Matt, we didn't have Josh, and we needed we needed to win that game at that stage. And Anthony Griffin just sat, he said, "No, you're not playing this week." You know, it, it showed that he was not bigger than sure. the game. He was not bigger than the club. And I think the same thing happens down in Melbourne. There, there is no one that is bigger than that club, and it, it's hard with the players they have to avoid that sort of thing. But they have; they've managed to do really well. Um, so I think that's the key to their success, and that's why you're seeing these players coming through just as good as the ones before them, because it's just an attitude thing, and they don't put up with crap. So they don't put up with mediocrity either. You don't see them losing three in a row. Do yeah, you? not very often. You know, they'll they're very yeah they're very unlucky to lose two yeah. in a row. So. Yeah, so I think that they will be there. Um, whether or not Slater plays, I, I don't think that really matters because they've got Munster, who I think at, at this stage in Slater's career, Munster's probably just as good. Um, so I do rate him quite highly. I think he's very probably not as safe as Slater is and, and not as good defensively, but he'll work on Yeah, and the thing, the thing um, I worry about Munster so is if, like, if, if Billy's going to be there for any length of time, I mean, they had the succession plan already in place with Munster and now he's going to be shifted into the halves yeah. and it kind of it, yeah. it puts his... It messes, it messes his fullback bit. development up. To it, is it does, and it does kind of devalue him yeah. as a player a little bit because it is saying that, you know, well, Billy's here, yeah. so thank you for your services, but you're going to be just shifted where and we can busted, put you A busted now. Billy, you um, know, I'm so, sorry, but a busted Billy takes priority over you. Yeah. Exactly, and then the second Billy gets injured again, it's like, oh, here you yeah. go again, and that would be frustrated from his point of view. Um, but I think he's mature enough, and I think down there they are they are all mature enough to understand that it's for the, the greater good of the team. Um, so I, I, I don't think they'll have a problem there. Um, I, I don't really see where they'll have a problem anywhere, to be <laughs> honest, um, because as I said before, if someone gets injured, they've got someone just as good to step in. So um, they're, I don't know, they're, they're, I think they'll definitely win the minor premiership. I think they'll probably win substantially more games than whoever comes second this year. Um, when it comes to the grand final, I think that you get that little factor that I talked about before with the Sharks, where you have, if you haven't won one for a while, um, of course, you're going to have that extra There's a desire there, yeah. Something. Yeah, and I think it is going to really make them push those players a little bit more 
I'm not saying that Melbourne ever take their foot off the brake because of the pedal because you saw last year they almost won. Yeah. It, was, it came down to the last. And second. I mean they should have won. They, um, they, they could have won then. I mean one more pass and they were there. They had a bit of a sliding doors moment with the wheel changes oh, incident yeah. when he should have passed that ball. <laughs> um, but I, I think that if it comes down to a grand final between say Penrith or the Raiders, I think that they might get up. Um, but like, sorry, Panthers or Raiders would get up. Yep. I mean, um, so it just depends, I guess, on on that the grand final side of things. But I really think they'll win the minor premiership quite easily. Yeah, there's so much. There's so much that goes into things as well. I mean, it's a long season, a lot of injuries, and, and no doubt heartbreaking injuries yeah. that are going to happen to all of us, and all, all of our teams yeah, at some point. Not. I, yeah, I hope not. But uh, it's just you know, there's there's always something that happens. You just really need that 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 yeah. little bit of of luck combined with. That There's dream run through the finals where them. the where yeah. momentum, that the sort brotherhood of thing, you know, and that sort of thing um, with the players is is just is on point and everything just clicks and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, four good games in a row. Yep. So I'm very excited for it all to kick off though. Same. It's been, um, it's been too long. Way too long, and it's been especially from from my point of view after we finished last year so highly. Um, it's well, the last game was pretty shit, but like <laughs> apart from that, it, it was um, it was really good. And then to have it just finished and have to wait another what four or five months for it to step back up again, it's been a very long time yeah. coming. Um, so I'm really looking forward to it. Fantastic. Fantastic. Okay, so what we're going to do here with these questions, I think you can, if you if you'd like to ask Nat a question or um, or get her take on something, uh, send us an email at uh, hello at thisweekinleague.com and uh, we'll make sure we'll go through them and uh, we'll present some to, to you. And, and you know, if there's if there's anything crazy, then yeah, you'll never know it existed. Oh, look, crazy. Give me crazy. That's cool. fine. But. Um Crazy and respectful. Exactly, and, I mean, and, and even tweet them. <laughs> if you want to tweet them to us and just uh, just put a hashtag on there, like Ask Nat or something like that as well, and uh, yeah, and we'll go through them. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, on an ongoing basis from next week, we'll uh, hit some questions up and. Uh, yeah, please actually ask me questions, everyone. I don't want to have no questions next week. That would be like. I don't think you'll ever have a problem with there'll be a shortage of questions. <laughs> as long as you're happy with a bunch Pretty of fast. "Will you marry me?" and things like that. <laughs> Oh, how good. My parents would love that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks very much. That's great. It's great to have you on board um, for this no year. No problem. I'm excited. This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app, putting the NRL at your fingertips, news, scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more. And they loved the banner from last year. They're back this year um, for the full season, which is fantastic. I mean, last time we kind of started off with like a block of 10 or 12 episodes and then renewed this time. They're in for the season and uh, we could not be happier. They've just taken the full length right away. They've just taken the length. They, they, the full they, length. They know what to expect. Yes. They, they know what to expect now. They, they brace for it. Not that it's gotten stale at all. No, not at all, no. We're still, 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 still inventive still, and generous. Very, very exciting. Generous. Yeah. Generous would be the word I would use, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Very generous. Now, um, they love the banner from last year. They want to keep it going. Um, so hit them at Sportsmate for the uh, unreasonable requests for stats and nonsense and yeah, comparisons no, of this and graphs. Love They love graphs. But they've also set up a Twitter account this year, which is um, at Live. And uh, they'll be tweeting from that one during matches through the course of the season. Ooh. So uh, make sure you hit follow on that one. And uh, yeah, now get, one thing, get involved, get, get involved, get on board. Just to to give you an idea of what they do. 
if you're on Sportsmate and you see that a player's missing a photo, or that the name's incorrect, or that the position's incorrect, it's a fucking software program that puts all of that stuff together. It's not guys sitting there gluing <laughs> photos of players onto something, taking a photo of it, and putting it up on the app. So just let them know. Um, but, you know, you don't have to act like they've offended your fucking lineage and called your mother a slut. <laughs> fucking degenerates. Oh, I never thought I would see the day when this week in league advocates restraint in dealing with other people on Twitter. <laughs> do as we say, not as we do. Exactly. Now, we need to race through these um, round one games because it's nice. Recording in the daytime uh, gives us a window... Yeah, thanks, but when you got to get fucking fired now. We got yeah, well, you know, there's any uh, any any people that <laughs> listen to the show. <laughs> Round one. Round one. First game Thursday night down at Reclaim Australia Stadium. The Sharks take on the Broncos. Reclaim Australia Stadium. I think um, Cronulla want to get out and prove a point, and it's not Friday night, so the Broncos all lose. You make excellent points, both of those points. <laughs> this is a real test of, uh, of of where the sharks are, at least for start. It's going to take them a little while to get used to this new, yeah. the the new Ennis free, Barber free scenario. And I just think the Broncos are going to be a better prepared side at this early stage of the season. I'm not saying anything about how they're going to, you know, the, the, how the whole season's going to look, but I think that they, um, I think that the time in England. I reckon was a real. I, I think their asses would still be burning from the <laughs> from the kicking they took. Yeah. I don't think the sharks. The sharks. The, yeah. Don't make no mistake about it. They probably would have got their asses kicked. But yeah. I just don't. I just. I, I just. Don't, I think the Broncos are going to be better earlier. Okay. There you go. Tip the Broncos. Ooh. What's going on? I mean, and you. I mean, you, you're just your anti-Broncos that's coming through here. Um, <laughs> The Doggies take on the Melbourne Storm on a Friday night. The early game, the 6pm game, remember we're getting those this year. And uh, Which means that it's on when people are driving home from work in ex- Queensland. Exactly. That gives you something to listen to in the car on the way home. That's there you it. Go. Making so, a long city commute. Watch out for potential spoilers. Oh, or is Daylight Savings over in March? I don't, no, I don't think it is. It's the end of March, isn't it? Is it? Okay. I think so. I yeah. Know. Mindful spoilers, Queensland people. I'll just listen to it live on the radio. Fuck. You can't tweet and drive. Yes, you can. I mean, you're not allowed to, but you can. I mean, if you've got some semblance of fucking coordination. Yeah. Like, I would never do it myself. Who are you? But if I did, I would be masterful at it. I could do it so easy. Autocorrect for the win. You're sort of sloppy cunt who takes photos of himself tweeting and driving. Or Snapchats How can you take photo? Fo- how can you take a photo while you're tweeting when your camera's in your hand tweeting? You can have more than one phone, smart ass. So I, put a, I set up a GoPro in there. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Melbourne Storm are going to win. Yes. Dogs have a shit season. How are the fucking dogs $2.05? Not that I want to condone because betting. Because that's more than what the winning side is. The favourite side is. Oh, fucking hell. They're not okay. favourites at $2.05. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they, the $2.05 tells me that the, 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 the punning public expect but, them to lose the game. No, no, no. So it's all good. Everything I've said, disregard everything I've said about betting. Yeah. Unload on the storm at a dollar eighty. That's, that's good value. That's, fucking... that's good price. And watch this stuff come out and lose now makes make yeah. us look like even bigger idiots. Uh, the other Friday night game, Rabbitohs take on the Tigers. Ain't Zed. I think um, 
A for the remainder of the year, they will be the South Sydney Robbios. Oh, that's fantastic. And the Robbios will win. <laughs> based on what exactly? I Just based on spite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I, look this, is, this is one of those games that the West Tigers would have to... Uh, they'd have that penciled in as a win, I, I, would, I would expect. Yep. And there's a, there's a lot of meaning because of the Robbios thing. Yeah. They want to... It's Fuck these rabbits! Up. <laughs> but the problem is, how much of the dressing room does JT have, and how can? Because yeah. he's the one. He's the one that wants to fuck the, the yes, far up. Exactly. So how how does the team? The team do they love him or I don't? And, I don't even know what to believe anymore. And say so, say so what you like about Robbie Farrar, I do believe that he would have the ability to leave his friendships in the grandstands, mm-hmm. um, and his you know allegiance to his to his current club. Yeah. So I think. But he would still love to fuck over the JT's. Oh team. fucking yeah, up! He yeah. would enjoy that. Yeah, but is... he'll be bothered less playing his mates yeah. than they will playing him. Yeah. So I think the South Sydney Robbios. I'm prepared to go with that. Just just on the sheer basis of, <laughs> of carried on the back of Farrah's spite. <laughs> his backpack full of spite. Uh, the Dragons take on the Panthers uh, Saturday afternoon. Okay. Down we've, Jubilee. We've, we've got another attraction. Don't bet all your money on the Melbourne Storm. Because you can unload on Penrith to win this game 13+. plus. Bet all your money on a double Melbourne and Penrith. <laughs> Multi-up. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Fucking hell. That's a nice start. And, yeah, and look, we, well, we, we want to talk... We want to con- yeah, accuse, great, accuse great, teams of fucking soft draws. Yeah, with great power comes great responsibility. Um, we, we need to set a precedent early in the season. Yeah. You know, we, we need to get out and, and show... This is where the urban samurai can can show his fucking worth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Penrith should win, but I I would be more concerned about the manner in which we win this game. We need to do it properly and professionally. North Queensland Cowboys take on the Canberra Raiders up there at thirteen hundred teeth on Saturday evening. Oof. Early Saturday evening. Um, what a great fucking game to start the season! I know. Why is this game buried at seven pm on Saturday night? This is this is probably the match of the round, right? Unless you like seeing tries, then it'd be Panthers. But um, look, I'm going to go. Both of these teams have the also too have the ability to score tries in copious amounts. Yeah, but not quality tries. You're not going to score quality. You're, you're playing fucking an opposed training session essentially. Yeah, but so like you're playing how, under fifteens. How many of these tries will involve the fucking most attractive? Manly, statuesque chin in rugby league, you know, grace, gracefully placing balls over the line, as opposed to, you know, I haven't even started on my fucking Tommy Tearbro ripping this year yet. <laughs> um, but Rapana yeah. is not a fucking pretty man. So, who do you prefer it's, to watch? It's Leipana and Jordan they're, Rapana. They're an item. <laughs> Don't you remember the Leipana oh, shit? Oh, the fuck yeah, that's right, okay. <laughs> Well, referential retard just power, for all time's sake. Yeah, power couple. <laughs> the new power couple in um, the NRL. Yeah, I think home field advantage. Um, it's still muggy as fuck and hot. Yeah, so. What the fuck is going on with summer this year? What a repugnant time of year. Yeah. Fuck, go fuck yourself. It's almost yourself. like the globe's getting fucking warmer. Oh, look, some have said that's the case. Like, I've heard rumours. But it's globally. It's global. Wow. Well, there you go. So even up in even up in Townsville, you're saying maybe so it may actually have some effect. <laughs> maybe if so people get it, they should call it world hotter. <laughs> well, so there's no well, misunderstanding. World hottening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cowboys. Uh, okay. Um, wow, you just emphatic like that just because it's home. Just yeah. Okay. And, oh, look, uh, I'm prepared to go. I'm prepared to go with that, humidity. especially this 
Sometimes just the home thing is all you need at this time of the season. Yeah, that's it. Like, it's just too early to fucking know. Yeah. Titans take on the Roosters. Fuck, Roosters are favourites in this one. I, I think, again, um, they're, they're up at Hope Solo. At the Hope Solo Coliseum. So, not many people enter that and leave unscathed. So, I'm, I'm going the Titans in this one. I don't, I don't think... Yeah, but then there's the teams that come up there now and then, and they just start, like they just, they just slip in and out so quickly, it's like they never even touch the sides. Yeah, but... You don't, you don't want any, anyone to see you doing that. And there's a lot of focus round one. Yeah. Look, if the Roosters are a, a fair income about being my big improvers of the year, yep. this, these are the sorts of games they need to win. Yeah. Uh, these are the sorts of games that the Titans jagged, though, too, yeah. which uh, assisted them to their position last year. So, look. Uh, yeah, I, I think the Roosters have got a bit more drops in them than the Titans do. And I understand that Jared Hayne dropped the ball when they played the Broncos. Yeah, I understand that, but I I think there's enough. The way they carried on like pork chops about like that was like somehow comparable to the Ben Hunt thing. Well, it was almost the same way they went on that winning a round four regular season match was somehow revenge. Revenge for losing the grand final, but they're strange. Strange. They're strange. strange Some of my best friends are Broncos players. Yeah, you know, so that I I can't be racist. Some of my best friends are Broncos players. I've got a lot of friends who follow the Broncos. <laughs> play, not players, though. Supporters. Not two of them. But yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I think the the Titans just going home. Okay. Nice. Yeah. That's a tough one, hey? The Warriors take on Newcastle Knights in New Zealand. Here's one that's not tough. Maybe add a third leg <laughs> to that multi that uh, that you should never buy. You know what? At a dollar sixteen. Versus the Knights, that is not enough value for me. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> With the Warriors, that's true. Um, Charlie Gubb starting. Oh. Fucking lord, what a time to be alive! <laughs> um, yeah, the Warriors should win this. Should win it comfortably. You know what, Knights? If you are going to start for a one hundred percent improvement on your season last year, win a game. This one. This is not a bad one. Start of the season, rocks and diamonds team. Maybe a bit unfit if the bro culture can ambush. Um, so there's hope, Knights fans. There's hope. Not much though. No, there's not. The last game of the round because it's a whole new, it's a whole new world we're entering here. It's Sunday. It's no, no Monday games anymore. Why don't they do teamless on Monday then, fuckers? That would make it easier. Yes. We could record a day earlier. The mighty Manly Seagulls versus the Parramatta Eels at the Fixer Upper. AKA Brookvale Oval. Look, the undefeated the undefeated start of the season's been fantastic from from uh, the Manly side. I just question I, I question Appy Coruscant as a starting nine. I question Duarte in the fifth, in the in the five. I question Frank Winnesai in eleven. I question Nate Miles in the squad. Yeah. I question Lewis Brown in fourteen. What I do like though is that they got this twenty one. You know, the early teamless Tuesday. Yep. You name your twenty-one. Yep. It's a great way to conceal team moves and things like that, and it's basically a concession to the teams that that are, they were forced to announce previously on Tuesdays. Yep. We're just bullshit and meaningless in the scheme of things, anyway. Yes. So let's just open it up and put in some milestones that need to be met. And so, look, there is hope that Cullen in nineteen can get in that hooking spot. There's hope that Duarte can get booted for someone. Look, yeah, I'm fa- I'm fairly confident that Manly win this game pretty comfortably. 
I, I think this game is almost a gift to you guys. Um, unless, you know, Semi wants to, you know, have a punt on himself to score tries. And all of a sudden he puts 10 on you, so... I just... The, the fact that Matangi is playing for the Eels really shits yeah. me as well. I remember when he was on the outer at the Warriors and I was just... I didn't go hard enough on the Seagulls. I might have been blocked at that stage. I should have done that. I should have done the Simon thing and just tweeted, sign him, sign him, sign him. And eventually went to the Panthers. And, and you guys let him go for whatever yeah. reason. Like, I, th- I think it was just purely space. That's, a, that's like a fucking cheap dude yeah. that fucking rumbles. Yep. That's exactly the kind of guy I wanted uh, us to sign but um, over the off-season. But having yeah. said that, they did pick up a couple of uh, decent guys. Like um, Corey Norman hasn't been named, has he? Yeah, seven. He's in. He's been named? He's in, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, again, I, I think there's enough enough disruption at the Eels. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think I think the Eels will win uh, truthfully, but um, but all all I want to see is a fucking I want to see a battle. I want to see this Manly team display some qualities that they're not just going to bend over and are, take are you, it. Up are you trying to avoid Lotto Land or the Fixer Upper becoming the Cubby House? Yeah, the Cubby House. Mm. Because if we got a long season to work on it, if it becomes too much for Pillow Fortress, well, see, it's not a Fortress anymore because there's Lotto Land. Lotto Land, it's not, it's not imposing. I know, but if it becomes the level of Fortress that Brookie ended up like being at the end of his life, or something. yeah, yeah, nice. But the fixer upper for fixer upper for now, anyway, until it's proven to be otherwise. And that is full time for episode 244. Thanks for listening, everyone. And uh, thanks in advance, of course, for joining us right throughout the 2017 NRL season. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter, so follow at TWI League. Also on Facebook.com forward slash This Week in League. So hit us up there as well. Um, iTunes, no new reviews over the off season. But can I just say thank you to everyone who continues to grab the show via you know the podcast app or iTunes or whatever, because I am consistently shocked. When I look at iTunes after the off season, and we're on the what's hot list, and we're apart outside of fantasy fantasy football podcasts, which do get a spike at this early stage of the season when people are setting their like super coach and things like that, pretty much the highest ranked rugby league podcast, um, non fantasy football related podcast at the start of the season at a point in time when we haven't done anything for five or six months. Yeah. put out new content especially when charts that are skewed very much to like new shows and new content it's uh it's yep. incredible that uh, people are discovering the show over the off season and uh what and uh, listening to it in such in such a vast amounts that it keeps us well and truly entrenched in the top 50 despite the fact that we're not actually doing anything That's for you no I, I know we didn't do any shout outs this week there were a couple of people on twitter who did the shout out um that they've joined twitter just just yes. to get amongst it yep we will get on to shout-outs next week. Mm-hmm. Shout-out again. Exactly. Put yourself out there. Let Twill Nation know who you are. Um, and then batten down the hatches and prepare for the ride. Yep. And also you can get us on. We're on the iHeartRadio app, whatever that means. And also, um, it's looking like it's going to be accessible via the Sportsmates uh, League Live app as well. I'm not sure if that's up yet uh, or what the deal is there, but uh, I think they're working on a technical side of things to get it done but that's going to be happening as well so um, put some reviews on you lazy fucks because we're not Simona and can't review ourselves 
Exactly. And uh, yeah, looking forward to a good season. Nice one. Good to be back. See you next week. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.